Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And a top of the Monday morning to you on this October 25th, 2021. You call this Big Market Radio? Yeah, I beg to differ. We are Big Market Radio. See, even the kids agree we're Big Market Radio, without a doubt. That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? Yeah, we always have productive segments. That's what we do, Mr. President. It's 6.07 right now. Mr. Cock, would you certify the time? It's now 6.07 a.m. 6.07 a.m. on a Monday morning, and Bonnie, we are off to a running start. Feet hitting the pavement at 110 miles an hour. Good morning to you, and it's a Monday you're looking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Did you get new glasses? I like those on you. Oh, thank you. Actually, they're my readers. Um, they're uh, reading glasses that both Gary and I use at home. Mm-hmm. I, I actually these. like those. Thank you. They look very similar to the other ones that I wear. They might be a little bit bigger. Don't mm-hmm. they look a little bit goofy? No, no. I actually like those. Those fit your face really good. Oh, thank I you. I think those should be your primary... Um, your primary frames going forward. And do you think I should get them red or some different color? No, just the way they are. Keep it with the brown. Seriously, I like that because it matches the hair. You know what's uh, going on with the hair, don't you? No. I dyed it last night. Oh, crap. (laughs) It is darker. Yeah. Yeah. So I went for the medium brown, which is just a a hair darker. Now that you mention it, I... Yeah, I do notice that. Yeah, and I I'm like saying, it. thank goodness I didn't go for the dark brown because it would have looked really black. Oh, well, you could have just went for the Elvira look. Well, yeah. Hey, it's Halloween you know, almost. Why not? So, <laughs> What do you got to lose? Yeah. So did you have a fine weekend? Oh, my gosh. My weekend, I am exhausted, literally. Friday, we left, and the guy came over Friday to examine the water heater diagnosed it. Did you just need the element? I'm hoping. No. Oh, sh- Yeah. Go, oh, crap. Oh, yeah. shoot. Oh, oh, crap. Yeah. So, we need a new water heater. So, yeah. So, here's the deal. Can't get the water heater <laughs> installed until tomorrow. Luckily, we were away most of the weekend. Anyway, you were staying so, in a fancy hotel room. Well, right? we it, it was a nice hotel. We stayed at the Hampton Inn on Universal Boulevard. I know the management's there, so they take really good care of us. All right. So we drove up on Friday, got there. They came over and diagnosed the water heater. Um, and then as we're driving, I call ECM, and they says, with your deductible, well, not with your deductible, with your allowance, the water heater will cost you $676 out of pocket installed. So I'm like, I expected to pay a heck of a lot more money for my water heater wow, installed. Wow, okay, and you're paying uh, double than what I thought. I'm thinking the $300 range. No, not at all. There... It's, that's that's long. Those prices are long done gone. But you were thinking over 1000 I was looking at probably $1,700. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wild. So because of I have what's called replacement allowance, they gave me a $500 credit towards a new water heater. So I'm getting a Ream 50-gallon water heater installed tomorrow 
uh, out the door six hundred and seventy six dollars. So that's getting taken care of. But is that six seventy six minus the five hundred? No, it's six seventy six. Normally it would be eleven seventy six installed. Oh, brother. They're not cheap. Yeah. But it's a necessity, it's something that you need. These kind of things do come along yeah. when you own a home and So we got up yeah. to Orlando on Friday and we checked into the hotel and I got in the shower and the first thing I did was take a nice hot shower. And boy, did that feel good. <laughs> I bet it did. I shaved and showered, and then we got in the vehicle. You and hadn't we, showered in a while. No, well, it's, it's, it's the, since the water heater was broke. Yeah. So we were taking, like, sponge baths. <laughs> That's so never any fun. We went to Disney Springs, formerly known as Downtown Disney. I love it down there. And oh, man, I want to go back. we ate at the Rainforest Cafe. I remember seeing that cafe now, when I was there. I will tell you. I was a little disappointed. We were supposed to eat there, but we couldn't get in mm-hmm. the time. There, It was so yeah. full, we couldn't even get a reservation. We went to the T-Rex restaurant. Yeah. Okay. And they said it's an hour and a half wait. And I'm like, well, why is it an hour and a half wait? You've got a bazillion tables open. They says, well, we are operating at just 50% capacity. Oh, wow. I'm like, okay, what restaurants are operating at 50% capacity now? The thing about uh, Disney Springs, though, if you do have that kind of a wait, there are so many yeah. things to walk around yeah. and look at while so, you're waiting. So the wife and I, I said to her, I'm like, you know what? Let's go over to Rainforest and let's see how long of a wait it is there. So I hop on over to Rainforest Cafe and the guy says, how many in your party? Two. Oh, follow me. We can seat you right now. All right. I'm like, oh, no you kidding. can? Yeah. I'm like, you're not operating at 50%? I'm like, no, we're operating at 100%. Ah. I'm like, now, they're affiliated and they're owned by the same people. So something wasn't making it's sense. Kind of strange. Yeah. I wonder, so we get in. I wonder if it's because maybe more little kids go to t- the T-Rex yeah. one or something. I, I don't know. So we get in there and... The waitress comes over and takes a drink order, and, of course, the waitress is trying to sell Rachel this cup that lights up on the bottom. Oh, cool. For $10 plus the cost of the beverage in it. And I would have wanted it. Yeah, Did she well, get it? The, the word sucker right across her face. Right on Rachel. Yeah, so yeah, she buys yeah. the cup you with strawberry lemonade. you got to bring something like that home. Yeah, buys the cup with strawberry lemonade, and the waitress brings over the menu. And I look at the menu, and I'm like, well, where's the menu at? And there was, like, hardly anything on the menu. It was very limited. And I was very kind of disappointed in that. Oh. So I ordered. Um, they probably listened to Chef Ramsay and had to scale down their menu. That's they, what he tells a lot of restaurants. I to ordered do. Um, a, ch- a chicken breast sandwich with. Uh, um, with I forget. tomato on it. Yeah, with tomato and, and tomato and lettuce. Nothing and, like a ripe tomato. And on I your had some chicken. steamed vegetables. Yeah. And I asked for the steamed vegetables to be specifically steamed extra. Because I do not like my vegetables crunchy. Oh. I'm very particular mm-hmm. about my vegetables. I like a crunch in my vegetables. I don't. I like my broccoli like mushy. Wow. I do. I like my cauliflower mushy. I like my carrots mushy. Got to have the butter and salt, though, glazed yeah. on. So it came out, and it wasn't done to my liking, but I ate it anyway. All right. So And then they bring Rachel orders a flat iron steak, and it came out bloody red. Oh. Not happy at all. Oh, man. So they take the steak back. How much back. did you pay for? You don't want to know how much dinner was. Yeah, pricey down there? Yeah, a I, I, I didn't. I, we yeah. were supposed to eat dinner down yeah, there, then we pricey. couldn't. A little pricey. wasn't happy. Anyway, so we, we ate, and then we walked around Disney Springs for a couple of hours, and they had this great band that was playing on the main stage. So I hung out there and watched, and Rachel went and looked in the stores and stuff like that. And then we decided, it was like 8, 830, we decided to make it 
back to the hotel. Yeah. And then we uh, pretty much turned the lights off at like 9 o'clock. And then before we knew it, 6 a.m. rolled around. And uh, we were up and uh, over at uh, Discovery Cove to swim with the dolphins at 7.30 in the morning to check in. That was 7.30? That was early in the morning? Yeah, check in at at 7.30. Our swim time was 12.55. Okay. So we checked in at 7.30 in the morning. What do you got to do? Do you got to practice swimming? Do you practice your swimming skills before you go in? Nothing at all to do whatsoever. That's an early check-in for not swimming. Well, you have to check in. You check in. It's like you're checking into a resort. Oh, okay. But you didn't have to, like, wait around. No. No, no, no. So we went to breakfast. They have a great buffet breakfast and a buffet lunch. So after we had breakfast, we kind of just sat around for a little bit, and then the waterways opened up at 9. So the first thing we did was we went on the Lazy River and just kind of hung out on the Lazy Uh, River. That was really cool. It was very relaxing, very, very cool to see, and we saw otters and uh, Malamutes. Real and, otters? Yeah, and real Mal- otters. And yeah. While you're on a lazy yeah. river. Yeah, and it's, you have these islands cool. and stuff like that. Oh, my god. So then we make our way over to the water area where you do snorkeling. And I wasn't one. To, I don't like to snorkel. Rachel wanted to try it. And in the water... Okay, I stayed in there maybe 10 minutes for my wife, and I was done. What kind of sea creature did well, you see Well, let's there? just say the manta rays and the stingrays oh. and the huge fish, they just swim right by you, yeah. and they brush up against you. and That would that make just, me feel uncomfortable right yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was. So I got out of the water. That wouldn't be for me either. Yeah, I got out of the water and just lounged out on the lounge uh, yeah. chair. I was done after 10 minutes. I went in, did my 10 minutes for my wife, and then she stayed, and she enjoyed snorkeling. She never snorkeled before. Yeah. So she, she taught Great. herself how to snorkel and got to see all the things and stuff like that. I saw the pictures of you yeah. guys with the dolphins. Yeah, and then Very at, uh, at 1245, pictures. we made our way over to the uh, dolphin area where you check in. They have you watch a video. They explain to you what they're going to do, what you can't do, how to properly pet the dolphin and was where the to dolphin, touch the dolphin. Was it friendly? Extremely. Extremely. These dolphins, it's amazing how trained they, they are. They like to be around people. They are amazing creatures. Did you feed the dolphin while you swam? No, did not, not feed the dolphin. Only feed the it. trainer feeds All the right. dolphin. But it's really amazing the rapport that the trainers have with these, I, I think dolphins are called mammals. I think um, that could be yeah. right. But, the, but the, the, it's amazing the rapport they have with the dolphins in the pool and the commands they give them and what they do and how they get them to do it. Um, it's it's really just amazing. The cre- they're, they're amazing creatures. That they has really to be are. quite an experience. It was, it was. And I then mean, at the very end, you got to actually have the dolphin pull you around the pool for a little bit. And the dolphin does? Like yeah, you hold on, on to, the something? dolphin comes on your right side, you hold the dorsal fin like this, which is the top fin. You don't go around and hold it. You hold it like this. Okay, like and then you the hold, side angle of Right, the and hand. then your elbow rests on its back. Oh. And then your left hand holds its side flipper on oh, the left okay. side. And the dolphin is given a command, and it pulls you. Pulls you and you right go about through. 30 feet. Uh, how fast do you go, do you think, that it's you're It's not going? that fast. Yeah. It's not that fast. But it was really cool. And then afterwards, this is where they get you. 
Okay, this is where they definitely with get the you. pictures, yeah. right? And yeah. you pay for the photos. Oh boy, did we pay! And I'm uh-huh. not very happy about uh, this. I do photography work, and I was not happy with the quality of the photos. Oh. That's all I'm going to say. When you showed me them, they looked very they nice. They look good there, but when you blow them up, they become very pixelated. The one with Rachel with yeah. the dolphin was yeah, just they're beautiful. Very, they're not high resolution of what I thought oh, they were. Oh, boy. For and the money you're paying, oof. yeah, for all those photos, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I'm going to have a conversation with them a little later on this oh, morning. Oh, boy. But uh, anyway, but otherwise, um, I would highly recommend it for people. We yeah. had a lot of fun. It was great, and then we came home. Uh, we left there probably around three o'clock in the afternoon. By the time everything was all said and done, they had hot showers there. Okay. When they supply, they supply because everything. When they you have. got home, you still didn't have a hot shower yeah. to come so to. So we we took a shower there. They have hot showers, <sighs> towels. Got to take they advantage. They have shampoo, advantage. conditioner, soap. <laughs> Everything. Right. Um, they have wetsuits you wear. You have to wear a wetsuit when you're in the water. I don't. I've never worn a wetsuit. I don't. Well, mm-hmm. maybe I did one time while water yeah. skiing. It was like a wet top or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if now I had they a have they, suit on. they. I wore the the whole wetsuit. Uh-huh. Rachel wore the wetsuit top from the waist up, and yeah. she wore her bathing suit bottom. Yeah, that's what I wore one time yep. while mm-hmm. water skiing. Yeah. We did it when it was like cold yep. on a Wisconsin lake to yep. keep a little bit warmer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So afterwards, we went over and we got our pictures. And then by the time we, um, you know, reviewed everything, Rachel got a little keychain made. And then we moseyed our way out to the vehicle. It was probably around 3 o'clock. And we got home around, um, like, real close to about 5 o'clock. Oh, yeah. And yeah. my house was all finished. It's all finished being painted. Oh, yeah. That so that was like nice to come home medium to medium gray that you painted yeah, it, it now. Yeah, real nice. So we had a good time. It was a nice weekend. And then Sunday I had a bridal show I did down in West Palm Beach. Yeah, that's busy. So I'm just completely, <laughs> I'm wiped out from the weekend. You need like a little bit of a timeout, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I need a, a, a I, I was contemplating on calling Greg and Carol this morning and saying, I'm a little tired. Can I have the morning off with Bonnie? Wow. Do you mind if we take the morning <laughs> off? But I'm like, no, that's okay because we've got... Um, you know, you'll be going on. Wow, this is your last week for vacation. Yes. Yeah, you're on vacation next week. Come yeah. to think of it. Then I get a little break. You and get a break. I'm going to Sea World on oh, Sunday. Wow. You're gonna have such a great time. We're gonna there. be at Sea World on Halloween. Oh, that's the Man. best time. Yeah. You have a great time up there. I know. I I want to see those penguins, man. Oh. I want to march with some penguins. If you can do this, they have what's called the penguin experience. That's where you go behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and that's where you actually get to hold the penguin, uh, pet the penguin, baby penguin, maybe. Yeah. I would so want to take you, it home. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can, if it's um, if it's doable with you and Gary, yeah. um, do the penguin experience. Okay. Phil did it, and he said it's amazing. Was he walking like a penguin yes. when, when he came out of it yes, from that sure experience? Was. Wah, 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 wah. Somebody told me, maybe you told me, you got a uh, dress rather warm um it's just it's a little cool in there so bring a bring a hoodie with you all right and you can wear shorts if you want but bring a hoodie with you and wear a hoodie in there does it does get a little chilly in there because it's 32 degrees maybe sports and a sweat or shorts and a sweatshirt yeah shorts and a sweatshirt would be good one of your sweatshirts that you wear here in the mornings that'd be fine that'd be perfectly fine and then have a t-shirt on underneath so when you get out of there Take your sweatshirt off, and you can just put it in your little bag and carry it with you. I, w- I will wear we'll maybe my um, my Victoria's Secret pink sweatshirt, and I hope I hope the little penguins will like it. They'll like it. I'm sure they will. They definitely will. 
So anyway, so that uh, that was my whole I weekend in a nutshell. I am glad that you had such a nice experience. Yeah, with I needed that. to get away, That's, and it was really what um, a cool weekend. I, I really needed that to get away to recharge the batteries. Um, got a little bit of my Disney fix. Yeah. And but I get the real Disney fix in December. Because that's when we're going to Magic Kingdom. Oh, so, so I'm lucky. excited. I'm excited about that. We're made the breakfast reservations right. at the Contemporary Resort. So I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just in a great mood. I'm always in a great mood on Mondays. Anyway, hey, it's uh, 6:22. So without further ado, let's go to the news desk uh, where Bonnie has news for me and you this morning. Wow, I've lived a lot of poetry there. This I know. Morning. <laughs> anyway, take it away, Bonnie. Thank you, Evan. Autopsy results on Brian Laundrie. One in connection with the death of his fiance are said to be inconclusive. Laundry's remains were found in a Sarasota County nature preserve last week and will be cremated. Questions are being asked about an item found near Brian Laundry's remains. A hiker in a Sarasota County nature park reportedly found a water bottle that appears to be the same one Laundry's late fiance Gabby Petito is seen holding in a YouTube video. Parents in Orange County will gather today in favor of a school mask mandate. Organizers of the Don't Stop Now rally are calling for a mandate to be extended six more weeks. A state senator representing portions of Broward and Palm Beach counties said she asked Florida's new Surgeon General to leave her office after he refused to wear a mask. Senator Tina Polsky of Boca Raton told Florida Politics that she asked Dr. Joseph Ladapo and his two legislative aides to leave her office after he refused to put on a mask as requested. Polsky said Ladapo requested to meet with her in Tallahassee earlier in the week ahead of a scheduled Florida Senate session to confirm his appointment by Governor Ron DeSantis. After she asked him to put on a mask, Ladapo instead offered to go outside, but she declined. Polsky told Florida Politics she finally asked whether there was a reason Ladapo couldn't wear a mask. He just smiles and doesn't answer, she told Florida Politics. He's very smug, and I told him several times, I have this very serious medical condition. And he said, that's okay, like it basically has nothing to do with what we are talking about. Polsky said she was hoping to be able to question Ladapo, but felt really uncomfortable. So we're done with fear, Ladapo said, calling it the centerpiece of health policy in the United States ever since the beginning of the pandemic. Polsky, age 53, was elected to the Florida Senate last year to fill the District 29 seat vacated by Kevin Rader, who retired. District 29 encompasses a large swath of southern Broward, uh, southern Palm Beach County, rather, and a section of northern Broward County. She previously served one term in the state house. The latest weekly report from the Department of Health shows more than 15,000 new cases of COVID-19 in Florida, but that's down about 4,000 from the week before. The South Florida Regional Transportation Authority has announced the return of Tri-Rail's full schedule uh, starting Monday, October 25, today. It has been about a year and a half since the train system schedule was first reduced due to the ridership effects of the pandemic, but the day has arrived for Tri-Rail's full 50-weekday and 30-weekend schedule to return. To find out more on Tri-Rail's updated fall schedule, call 1-800-TRI-RAIL, that's 874-7245, or visit trirail.com. 
100 years ago today, a devastating hurricane scored a direct hit on the Tampa Bay area. The Tarpon Springs hurricane of 1921 made landfall in the worst possible place, pushing storm surge and high winds onto the barrier islands and up Tampa Bay. Daniel Noah with the Tampa Bay National Weather Service office says the storm made lasting changes. The pass that's just south of Honeymoon Island was created from the storm surge from the 1921 storm. The region bounced back quickly, but Noah says recovery from a similar storm today could take a decade. I'm Gordon Bird. Well, lastly, Peter Scolari, a versatile actor whose TV roles included a yuppie producer on Newhart and who was on Broadway with longtime friend Tom Hanks in Lucky Guy, has died. He was 66. He first gained attention as Hanks' co-star in the 1980-1982 sitcom Bosom Buddies, in which their characters disguised themselves as women to live in affordable female-only housing. The two actors went on to work together in projects including Hanks' 1996 movie directorial debut, That Thing You Do, and in 2013's Lucky Guy by Nora Ephron. Some NFL scores last night. Cleveland over Denver, 17-14. Green Bay, 24-10, beating Washington. Tennessee over Kansas City. Man, they nailed Kansas City. 27-3 in that score. Atlanta beat Miami. Uh, That was a close one. A close call, 30-28. But no, the Dolphins did not come through. New England, they walloped the Jets, 54-13. And wow! Another wow one. This is crazy. The Giants over Carolina, 25-3 to last night. I'm happy for you, Giants fans. Cincinnati beating Baltimore, 41-17. to Las Vegas over Philly. Tampa Bay stomped the Bears, 38-3. to Also winning Indianapolis, Arizona, and the Rams over Detroit. News time at 628, and we have weather and traffic together next. and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. 628 right now in the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Here's Bonnie with a first look outside on the highways and byways. Bonnie? It's a good-looking Monday morning right here. We don't have any accidents to report. US-1 looking fine, and our major highways, a nice, clear path at the moment. If you see something, say something. Give us a call at 220-9788, 220-WSTU. 75 this morning in Stewart and in Scranton, Pennsylvania, 
partly cloudy and 55. Here's more on the forecast at WPTV. Hey there, everyone. Steve Olenueva here. Once again, a stationary front sitting on top of the peninsula. Mainly cloudy skies, showers and thunderstorms. Some of the storms could produce some heavy rainfall, so watch out for that. Tomorrow, though, the front finally clears the area. We start to dry things out on Tuesday. Not much rain around other than a morning shower. As we head towards Wednesday, the humidity starts to drop, but it is going to be a warmer day as another front approaches on Thursday. Yet another cool front moves through for another round of some stormy weather. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Steve Villanueva on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU or listen on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. Do you use catering services for client seminars and other marketing activities? Do you sometimes have working lunches? Ellie's Downtown Deli has great fresh food and first-class presentation. Do you know how important it is to make a great impression? Well, you'll make that great impression with chef-prepared business catering from Ellie's Downtown Deli. From simple lunchbox drop-offs to buffet setup and breakdown, you'll always enjoy tasty cuisine tastefully presented. And with Ellie's Downtown Downtown Deli, going first class for them is second to none. So why not enjoy lunch right outside on their patio area? This is Chef Mark Muller of Ellie's Downtown Deli. Drop on by or give us a call to find out why our business catering means business for your business. Ellie's Downtown Deli, located at 18 Southeast 6th Street in Stewart, just off Colorado Avenue. Call 772-781-6605 or visit elliesdowntowndeli.com. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget the Quality of Life radio show Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give us a call at any time. Now let's get back to the program. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 6.33 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's the Monday morning edition back in the saddle as we always are. And it's time for some viral videos. (laughs) 
Ronnie, I don't know if you saw saw this or not, but over the weekend there's a video that's that broke that's going viral. It happened in Yuma, Arizona. A security camera filmed a customer single-handedly stopping an armed robbery inside a gas station. I did see that video. Yeah, it's Marine veteran James Kilser who had just bought something when two crooks entered the store with the guns and it only took him seconds to bring the crook down. So there's the video right there, Bonnie. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. And like with a swoop of a hand, just bam. So afterwards, um, the uh, news media spoke to him and this is what he had to say. My first thought was that it was an awfully small barrel. The situation had to be dealt with and there was really only one way to deal with it. Picked my target and said, that's the one I'm going for. And he took an extra step towards me. He was in my reach. I hit him in the gun before the keys hit the ground. That's how fast I moved. I'm a chubby guy, so I mean, I don't move that fast anymore. I've put on a couple pounds since the Marine Corps. May or may not have broke his nose because he was bleeding all over the place. I asked, how old are you? And he says, well, I, he's oh, just 14. And yeah, you done screwed up. That boy needs some Jesus. He's going down the wrong path real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I love what he said. You that know, boy needs some Jesus. And from the looks of the video, he kind of yeah. uh, knocked himself down like he didn't look like he did like when he was quite the Marine before. But in yeah. this video, he looks like a mighty Marine. Oh, yeah. And he kind of slaps that boy down like he's a skinny skinny little just a skinny little stick let's just say he b slapped him i'm not yeah. saying the rest of the b word but he just b slapped and it him. was just like with one hand right yeah it and was like one swoop <laughs> it, knocked it's him incredible. silly and if those if those boys had gone on with it if he hadn't done that they would have been so nervous behind the mass anyway even though they were holding those guns yeah so he took one of them down he disarmed the guy and he detained the guy until the cops got there, the other two crooks ran like little sissies. <laughs> yeah, the little sissy boys. And they, they <laughs> only one was arrested. Um, uh, one with, one of the two were arrested a little bit later on. But um, it, it's really uh, my hat goes off to that guy. But and it's good that he was at that convenience store yeah. at the right time. But at the same time, I don't condone trying to disarm somebody with a gun. But you know, I guess instinct. Instinct kicked in, and, uh-huh. um, well, you know, things like that happen. And I'm kind of glad that he did so, you know, yeah. um, glad that he was able to make that movement instead mm-hmm. of um, taking a chance at getting shot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely so. And if he had been in the Marines and in the military, mm-hmm. he, I'm sure he has plenty of experience and maybe a little less fear yeah, with what it, he did. Exactly. Uh, there's a comedian by the name of Alice Dare Beckett King who did a great video that parodies haunted house movies. Uh, the parody is a husband and wife who move into a house in the country and one weird thing after another starts happening. And, of course, it's all based on very, very true events. The, the scenario that happens in all of these movies, yeah. right? This yeah. person, this fellow exactly. is making fun of. Exactly. So listen in. Here's the video. Bonnie and I, you and I will watch it while people can listen to the audio. And the one guy plays the two parts of the woman and the man. Oh, sweet. Welcome to your new home, Mr. Bad Husband. Well, Laura, what do you think? Oh, John, we're going to be so happy here. 
from the writer <laughs> of unprecedented happenings. It's the perfect place for me to quit drinking, finish my novel, and really come to terms with that deer we hit on the way over. <laughs> and the tragic death of our son. And the tragic death of our son. Jeez. <laughs> Comes a new kind of terror. I can feel it, John. Something is very wrong here. We have to get out. We can't afford to move, Laura. Do you have the slightest idea how much house prices have risen relative to income? Surely the government will build affordable social housing. <laughs> Doctor, my wife's insane. Based on true events. I'm what you might call a paranormal investigator. And actual people that you shouldn't Google. The allegations about me will spoil the movie. No, seriously. Seriously. Insalubrious. John? John, what do you see? Ghosts. <laughs> he did a really good job with that. I got to give the guy credit. Yeah, he, as the husband and the wife. Yeah, he played did. both parts. And he played that uh, scenario that does happen so often in those movies where man and wife will move into that country home. He is so um, uninspired by work and he has to get away to get that long break from writing. Oh, man. So he can get his creativity back and... Uh, don't listen to her, officer. She's crazy. Mm-hmm. Then he says the wife is going nuts. He had that kind of like in a nutshell, which we've seen in so Get it? He's so kind of nuts in a nutshell. In a nutshell. <laughs> it made a nice reference there. I like that yep. one. Bonnie, you know what? Technology is, of course, running the world. Everybody has technology. So I came across the top signs that your child is addicted to technology. These are the top signs that your kid could be addicted to technology. What child is not addicted to technology nowadays, it seems? Well, you know how some kids, they make a, a fort out of pillows? You know, when they're young, they like to gather all the pillows up. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, instead, your child makes what's called a pillow hotspot ah. to access the internet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he calls, he calls it my pillow hotspot. Yes, spot. pillow hotspot. <laughs> Another one is the child's favorite book is, quote, Oh, the places you'll deep fake. Now, I don't know what that means. I, I'm stumped on that one. I am too, I am to stumped be quite on honest. that one. That one flew right over both our heads. Yes. Here's another one. Somehow... He taught the dog how to use the app called Venmo <laughs> to transfer yeah, money. Yeah. Okay. Even now the that's, dog can do it. Even the dog can <laughs> do it. Uh, here's another one. For Halloween, she's going as Facebook COO Cheryl Sandberg. Oh, okay. The child is going to dress up as the COO of Facebook. Um, another sign that your child is addicted to technology is the child held its birthday party at an Apple store. <laughs> well, you know, if a, the child is a, a computer whiz, that might be the this, this story he yes. wants to hold his party at. For a bedtime story, you told your child about this magical place. It's called Outside. Because a child with technology it's stays indoors, indoors all the time. Yeah. So you tell them a story about outside. Outside. Where, yes. where is that? Yes. We've, where, we've what never, is that? We've never been there before. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. We used to play hide and seek outside. Yes. What, Daddy? Yeah, what, Mom? Exactly. What's that? Here's another one. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. He does know how to hack the Federal Reserve. <laughs> wow. <laughs> More technology stuff. Here's another one. 
she used Legos to build a cloud infrastructure <laughs> where Lego things are set. stored. And lastly, you bribe your child to finish the vegetables on its plate with Bitcoin. Bitcoin. With oh, Bitcoin. Okay. I thought you were going to say through an app. But yeah, yeah bit, Bitcoin with, too. With that Bitcoin. makes sense. With Bitcoin. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's how you know about uh, your child is too addicted to technology. Oh, man. There, they, there is so much of it out there. You mm-hmm. know, and I was uh, considering it last night. We've mm-hmm. been looking up the Mean Karens on the YouTube channel. Oh, there's so many out there's, there. There's thousands. And I started to wonder and pause for a moment that... You know, like with all of the teens and young children that mm-hmm. could be watching this garbage, mm-hmm. what kind of a society are we really bringing up mm-hmm. when they see that you can just go on YouTube and see all of these people acting mm-hmm. uh, with unpositive skills and in unpositive ways? Mm-hmm. It's Agreed, 100%. But it's just like if we... If our children can see this kind of stuff anytime, I think we're just bringing up a generation of, like, where you can say, oh, maybe maybe it's okay to act that way. Yeah. There, it's There's just too much of it. I agree. I agree. I have a, uh, uh, well, let me preface this first. Bonnie, you know how a lot of people, they use their teeth to either open things yeah, or, hate, hate or things myself. like that. Well, I'm always a, afraid I'm going to lose a tooth. A study was done recently at Boston University School of Dental Medicine, and they came up with the top 10 tooth breakers. The top 10 things that are almost guaranteed... A jawbreaker has to be to on break there, right? your tooth. Okay, here, listen up here. Number 10... Tightening guitar strings with your teeth. Yeah. Oh, I, I would never want to okay. have to do that. Tightening. Coming in at number nine, chewing on a piece of hard candy. Oh, no doubt. That would come yeah. where your jawbreaker. With the jawbreaker, yes. sure. Coming in at number eight, chewing on a pencil. I used to do that all the time. When really? you were in school, when you were a kid in school, no. didn't you used to put a pencil in your mouth and just kind of like chew on it? Come no. on. You had to have I done that. I never did that. I did it that all the time. That to me was always disgusting. I, I did it all the time. So the eraser part do you put in? or just No, no, the, no. Just the like the middle part. The middle you in just general. chew on the middle just out of yeah. boredom. Oh. Coming in at number seven, chewing on an ink pen. That's another chewing one on that will crack too. your tooth. Yeah. Number six, opening those packages of pretzels potato chips that you just simply can't pull open with your fingers so you decide to bite in and try to rip it down with your teeth you know what mine is mine's always like a condiment packet Mm -hmm. like a little packet of salsa that i might get i do that all the time yeah i do that all the time rip that little thing open where it should be ripping open the ketchup or the mustard packages agreed and i hate hate doing that because i feel like i'm going to rip out my bottom tooth here's another one if you ever have like a shoestring or something that a knot is tied in a piece of string, oh, you yeah. use your teeth <laughs> to undo that knot. Uh-huh. I'm guilty of that one. I'm yeah, guilty of that. You get down there like a like a dog biting on right. that shoelace. <laughs> exactly. Here's another one. Opening the lid of a pill bottle. All That's right. another one. Yeah. That's another one. Uh, here's number three. Cracking nuts. Cracking nuts. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a Those nutcracker laying around, you sure. just stick it in your mouth and you yeah, and bite then, down. And then you choke on the little peanut mm-hmm. fillings that go gathering yep. down there. Here's Disgusting. another. Here's another good one for yeah. you, Bonnie. Frozen candy bars 
right out of the freezer. <laughs> now that's Gary. I don't like my oh. um, I don't like my candy bars frozen. I'd like to be able to actually bite into my candy bars. Yeah. Yeah, frozen candy but bars. Yeah. If you need a hammer to break it, don't use your teeth, <laughs> they say. And lastly, good old-fashioned ice cubes. Ice cubes. People chew on ice yeah, all the time. Not crust ice, not crushed ice, but the actual square cubes. I guess they do, yeah. I would rather just go for a glass of water. Mm-hmm. Rather, I don't know why people got to chew on a ice, lot of people, but, but they do. <clears throat> a lot of people are addicted to chewing on ice. Imagine that. Wouldn't that freeze your brain? I don't I know. Mean, I don't know, but I, freezing I know people that, that have to have ice to chew on. It's a habit. I don't know what it is, but they just have to chew on ice. And how many people lose their fillings chewing gum? Right. Exactly. That's another one. Oh, I heard Adele say something really um, fabulous, crazy this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adele, she just came out with released some new music lately mm-hmm. in her mm-hmm. new album. But I guess a big fan of Celine Dion she mm-hmm. is. And she said her favorite piece from Celine Dion is actually a piece of her already been chewed chewing gum what? of Celine Dion that ABC she gum? got framed or some sort of thing. ABC gum, already bitten chewed gum? Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but, but Very it's, interesting. But it's Adele and, you know, and it's Celine Dion's this already been chewed I wonder how much that gum. would that would uh, get on eBay. Oh, I An wonder. already bitten chewed piece of gum from Celine Dion in a securely sealed <laughs> medicine uh medicine yeah. pill bottle now me i wouldn't want it you I have don't, to authenticize i don't care it. what celebrity or who you are i wouldn't want a piece of anybody listen here's my thought on this if you could get fifty thousand dollars for a piece of abc gum that belonged to celine dion oh i'm damn sure gonna put that bad boy up on ebay and get every single penny that <laughs> yeah. i can without a doubt you would try oh yeah but I, you a know doubt. what I'm, i bet you would get some bites no pun intent there. <laughs> I like that. It's time for news right now. Once again, 746, sorry, 647. Jumping ahead this morning. It's only Monday. 647 News Time. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie's standing by with the news headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Autopsy results on Brian Laundrie. Wanted in connection with the death of his fiance are said to be inconclusive. Laundrie's remains were found in a Sarasota County Nature Preserve last week and will be cremated. In a related story, uh, questions are being asked about an item found near Brian Laundrie's remains. A hiker in a Sarasota County Nature Park reportedly found a water bottle that appears to be the same one Laundry's late fiance Gabby Petito is seen holding in a YouTube video. The South Florida Regional Transportation Authority has announced the return of Tri-Rail's full schedule starting today. It has been about a year and a half since the train system schedule was first reduced due to the ridership effects of the pandemic, but the day has arrived for Tri-Rail's full 50 weekday and 30 weekend schedule to return. To find out more on TriRail's updated full schedule, you can call 1-800-TRI-RAIL. That's uh, 1-800-874-7245 or visit TriRail.com. The, last, the latest weekly report from the Department of Health showing more than 15,000 new cases of COVID-19 in Florida, but that's down about 4,000 from the week before. 
U.S. Senator Maggie Hassan of New Hampshire said she has introduced a bill to address a so-called pink tax in the military of reference to the higher prices women service members often pay for their uniforms. Hassan of Democrat and Republican U.S. Senator Joni Ernst of Iowa recently introduced the bill together. Hassan said the nonpartisan government accountability office found that women paid more in out-of-pocket costs for their uniforms than their male counterparts. It also found that while all branches of the military provide an annual clothing allowance for uniform items, some items in certain branches are not eligible for reimbursements and can drive up costs. A driver crashed into the front of a Guitar Center store in Port St. Lucie on Saturday. The driver was cited for careless driving after accelerating into the storefront. There were no reported injuries. The driver told police they mistakenly pressed the gas pedal instead of the brake. A jury in Florida has convicted a Connecticut man of sex trafficking at the 2020 Super Bowl in Miami. The U.S. Attorney's Office has alleged 48-year-old Edward Walker of New Haven brought two adult women and a 17-year-old girl from Connecticut to Miami in January 2020 to offer sex for money. Walker allegedly kept all the money the women received. Prosecutors also offered evidence that Walker planned to take the victims to other locations including Chicago during the NBA All-Star Game and New Orleans during Mardi Gras to further exploit them. After an eight-day trial, a jury in Fort Lauderdale on Wednesday convicted Walker of two counts of sex trafficking by force and coercion and one count of transporting a person for sexual activity. He faces a, a, a life in prison when he is sentenced in January. And lastly, two ER nurses in Georgia met at work during the pandemic, started dating, fell in love, and just got engaged. He proposed to her on the helipad at their hospital. She thought she was wheeling a stretcher out to get a patient, but then he got out of the helicopter and dropped down on one knee. A big win for the Bucks included an NFL record for Tom Brady. The Buccaneers blew out the Bears 38-3 on Sunday afternoon at Raymond James Stadium. And Bucks quarterback Tom Brady threw his record-setting 600th career touchdown pass in the win. I just think about all the guys that sharing it with me. That's the reality. There's nothing about this sport that you do by yourself. So it's the ultimate team sport. It challenges you physically, mentally, emotionally. With the 6-1 and one record, the Buccaneers return to action as they travel to New Orleans to take on Jameis Winston and the Saints on Sunday afternoon. Afternoon. In Tampa, I'm Jason Barringer. Other NFL news, Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow had a career day. Rookie wide receiver Jamar Chase made history again. And as a result, the Bengals have a share of the AFC North lead following a 41-17 victory over the Baltimore Ravens. The win snapped a five-game losing streak in their division rivals and ended the Ravens' run of five straight victories this season. News time is 6.52 with weather and traffic together next. stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. 
My fiance means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside? We have an accident on I-95 northbound with a lot of tie-up. This accident is on I-95 northbound in Palm City at mile marker 112. And all of the lanes are blocked due to this accident. So um, this accident actually uh, lies north to the north of Southwest Martin Highway. I-95 northbound, mile marker 112, Palm City northbound. All of those lanes are closed. might want to take an alternate if you have to head up that way. And there's your latest look at traffic. Port St. Lucie, we have 76 this morning. In Bakewell, England, Derbyshire, it's 52. Here's our weather at WPTV. Hey there, everyone. Steve Olenueva here. Once again, a stationary front sitting on top of the peninsula. Mainly cloudy skies, showers and thunderstorms. Some of the storms could produce some heavy rainfall, so watch out for that. Tomorrow, though, the front finally clears the area. We start to dry things out on Tuesday. Not much rain around other than a morning shower. As we head towards Wednesday, the humidity starts to drop, but it is going to be a warmer day as another front approaches. On Thursday, yet another cool front moves through for another round of some stormy weather. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Steve Villanueva on WSTUAM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. Sometimes ordinary tasks can become extraordinary feats. With back, neck, or shoulder pain, that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic. As the official chiropractor of the University of Miami Hurricanes, the Joint Chiropractic helps keep people moving through everyday life and beyond. You never need an appointment or insurance, and we're open evenings and weekends. Keep moving. Come see our newest location in Port St. Lucie for a free exam, consultation, and adjustment through Saturday. Visit thejoint.com for details. 
As a family-owned business for over 15 years, Crown Car Care's top priority is to build relationships with customers while keeping their vehicles safe and dependable. Fixing your car right the first time is their passion and mission. Crown has the skilled master mechanics and business know-how that will put a smile on your face without putting a dent in your wallet. Call Crown Car Care for the finest in automotive service and repair at 772-781-8000. Two locations to serve you, Martin Highway in Palm City and Cove Road in Stewart, 772 Hey parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins Football and Dance Clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade, with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by Junior Dolphins coaches and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphins.com slash camps to secure your spot today. All you need to know about growing your own winter squash. That's coming up on this land of ours. The COVID-19 vaccine has... Oh, I heard about the vaccine. Sure, but do we really know about the long-term effects? Did you read that thing on the Internet? You heard from his cousin that they don't... Okay, you're hearing a lot of talk about the COVID-19 vaccines these days. So how do you find out if getting vaccinated is right for you? By talking to someone you already trust, your doctor or health care provider. They'll answer your questions so you can decide what's best for you and your family. Go to GetVaccineAnswers.org to find out more. That's GetVaccineAnswers.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Living in Florida, we have so much to celebrate. Awesome weather, top-notch universities and sports teams, a rich blend of cultures, and so much more. From fresh market tomatoes to watermelons, from snap beans to tangerines, Florida farmers grow an abundance of safe and affordable products that are prized around the world. So look for the Fresh from Florida label when you shop. Wholesome, delicious, nutritious. Fresh from Florida. Fresh to you. Winter squash are known for their hard skins that protect them through the fall, winter, and sometimes even spring, depending on the variety. If you love roasted squash or pumpkin pie, then pumpkins, butternut, and spaghetti squash are the plants for you. The best way to grow winter squash is from seed, and you don't need to start them indoors like some vegetables. These seeds need warm soil, so you should wait about two to three weeks after the last frost to plant. If you put the seeds in the ground too early, they will rot. Pumpkins and squash have several pests that can plague them. The main Pests that afflict winter squash are cucumber beetles. While these are easy to control, an infestation can devastate your crop. Look for natural solutions to control pests. The easiest and most effective way to rid your patch of beetles is to manually pick them off as you see them. If you're new to growing squash, start off by growing butternut or acorn squash. These squash varieties are bred to be more pest resistant. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast Agnet. You're listening to WSTU Stewart. of the Joes. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Senator Manchin has been a straight shooter. Uh, you know exactly where he stands. I disagree with there is, but I respect it. Democratic Congressman Ro Khanna on Fox News Sunday. Senator Joe Manchin playing a lead role in negotiations with Democrats on a social spending plan, helping slash it perhaps in half to the chagrin of progressives. He met yesterday with President Biden and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. The original package that the president touted top-lined around $3.5 trillion. That figure now nowhere near that. It's less than $2 trillion. The issues under negotiation include raising taxes on billionaires and corporations, also climate priorities and child tax credits. Senator Manchin shot down reports uh, just a few days ago that he's considering switching parties, instead saying he is negotiating in good faith. Fox's David Sp- 
fund. All Republicans oppose the spending and tax hikes to fund it. Senator Tim Scott tells Fox. Not a single Republican invited into these meetings. There are not negotiations. Inflation remains a problem. Prices of a lot of things we buy going up. And Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen tells CNN. This, the inflation rate um, will remain high uh, into next year because of what's already happened. The military is staging an attempted coup in Sudan. Fox's Simon Owen has an update live. Dave Sudan's top general just appeared on TV to confirm his military has taken control. Abdel Fattah al-Buran said he is dissolving the country's government. He insisted he would complete a transition to democracy that began around two years ago. But it appears his soldiers have arrested the prime minister and most of his cabinet. The U.S. has been tracking Sudan's transition closely. The American embassy in the capital Khartoum says it condemns the takeover. Dave. And Simon, some highways are flooded in California and mudslides because of a nasty storm that could dump eight inches of rain. America's listening to Fox News. Here's a fact. COVID hospitalizations of young people have tripled since the start of summer. Also a fact, vaccines are highly effective in preventing hospitalizations and deaths, even from the Delta variant. If you've got questions about COVID vaccines, talk to a doctor because our kids are irreplaceable. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Big news from Simply Safe Home Security. Okay, okay. Actually, I think the horns are too much. Yeah, that's better. Big news. The new wireless outdoor security camera is here. Yes, Simply Safe's award-winning home security just got even better, taking whole home protection to a whole new level. Okay, I'm I'm missing the horns. Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering free shipping for a limited time. Visit simplysafe.com today. A week from tomorrow, it's election day in Virginia. Democrat Terry McAuliffe running to be governor again. And I promise you, as I did before, I will keep Virginia open and welcoming to everyone. And that was at a weekend rally when former President Obama campaigned for him. He's in a close race with Republican Glenn Youngkin. Polling has shown that aside from the economy and COVID, education is a top voter concern in Virginia. County education boards have confronted accusations that their work toward equity is critical race theory in disguise. And at a recent debate, the Democratic candidate for governor, Terry McAuliffe, said he didn't think parents should be telling teachers what to teach. The Republican, Glenn Youngkin, has seized on that and did again over the weekend at campaign events. So friends, on day one, we will teach history, but I will ban critical race theory. While polling had given McAuliffe the edge, things changed, and the latest Monmouth poll has him tied with Youngkin. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A transit strike looms in Philadelphia next month. Union workers have authorized it. Their current contract expires early November 1st. The union represents about 5,000 bus drivers, cashiers, and mechanics, and other workers providing service for buses, trolleys, the subway, and elevated train lines. Union leaders say members are essential workers who risk their lives and put their own families at risk during the pandemic. The main issues are related to health and safety and what the union calls modest economic improvements. Salji and Brasso, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures have been up modestly before this week's trading after the Dow hit a new record high on Friday. In the NFL, another milestone for Tom Brady.
600th career touchdown pass, one of four Brady threw yesterday, leading the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a 38-3 blowout win over Chicago on CBS. The Arizona Cardinals stayed undefeated, routing the Houston Texans 31-5. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. A grateful community says congratulations to Nancy Smith for a lifetime of dedication to journalism. From serving as a managing editor of the Stewart News to the president of the Florida Society of Newspaper Editors, you're invited to join Senator Gail Harrell, former Senate President Ken Pruitt, and former Stewart Mayor Joan Jefferson for a fundraising event for the Nancy and Michael Smith Endowed Scholarship. Thursday, October 28th, 5 to 7, Indian River State College, Chastain Campus in Stewart. The scholarship will continue Nancy Smith's contribution to those striving to achieve the American dream. So please join us October 28th at Indian River State College, Martin County, Chastain Campus from 5 to 7. Visit the station website, WPSL.com, WSTU1450.com, and click Nancy Smith for more information. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. For more than 30 years, European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansync.com. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Madam Announcer. It's Monday morning, October 25th, 2021. Oh, no. How will we ever get back to Bikini Bottom now? Well, you put one foot in front of the other. I need you to get my underwear out of my butt. I'm not doing that. That's not part of the job description. You know what? I need a smoke and a beer. Well, you go get your smoke, you go get your beer, and I'll get the clock that tells you it's 7.08. It's now 7.08 a.m. That's right, Bonnie. Just go get yourself a smoke and a beer, and you're all good to go, as that lady says kind of early for it though can you imagine just a tad bit a early smoke and a beer right a now smoke and a beer first thing this morning but i know one thing that's not too early and it's time for birthdays On this October 25th, 2021, we wish you and yours a happy birthday, Bunny, bu- Bunny. I called you Bunny. 
Oh my gosh, just what am call I me, thinking? Call me the Easter Bonnie. All right, the and, Easter Bonnie. Just hop right along. <laughs> uh, what do you got for me this morning, Miss Bonnie? Happy birthday, Mike Nelson from Port St. Lucie. Awesome mechanic that he is. And okay. He worked at Sunrise Ford up in Fort Pierce a while back. Oh, very cool. And he has a time or two worked on my Roush. Oh. And uh, is a very good friend. So, Mike... Um, just have a happy birthday from Evan and Bonnie. Okay. Well, there you go. A happy birthday from Evan and Bonnie. Uh, celebrating birthday today, Mia Wasikowska. 32 years old today. That's Alice in Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland movies. Sierra, the R&B singer, is 36 years old today. Now, I've heard of her, but I don't think I know any of her music, Sierra. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have definitely heard of that artist. Um... Katy Perry, wow, 37 years old today. How about that one? I didn't think she was in her late 30s already. Yeah. I did not know that, Evan. Some of her hits, Firework, Part of Me, Wide Awake, and Dark Horse. Yeah, she started out as like a Christian singer, didn't mm-hmm. she? Right, I think. Right out of the church with her mom and dad. and I'm not sure. Uh, singing the Gospels. I think she had been like a gospel music singer. Not sure. And um, I definitely... Well, gosh, you go into any store, and usually with the mainstream music they play, you're always going to hear Firework yeah. Oh, definitely. Katie. Definitely. And, and American Idol Judge, too, no? Mm, I think yep. one season. Yep. A couple of seasons she did, yeah. Been on the panel of yeah. judges on, did a good on job. American Idol. Uh, there was one thing she did, though, that kind of set me off on that about her. Tell me. I think there was a young uh, boy, probably about the age of... 19, maybe a little younger. Okay. And I think he was, I think it was his addition, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And he, she wanted him to come on over and plant a wet kiss on her cheek. Mm. And um, he said, no, he didn't want to do that because he is a virgin. Oh. And she kind of like prodded him to just come on over, come on over and do it. You know, and and the young man, you know, simply didn't want to. But she kind of like when I watched this on American Idol at the time, she kind of went about it and went at it in a way which I felt to me it was uncomfortable. Right. It's like, come on. I'm like, come on, Katie, a woman with your stature. Mm. These people coming on the show, performing, auditioning are nervous enough. Mm -hmm. And it's just like I was thinking Give this kid a break. He doesn't want to come kiss you on the cheek. Leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Henderson is 40 years old today. That's John Ross Ewing on TNT's Dallas. Oh, John Ewing. Okay, so how old is he today? No, Josh Henderson. Josh Henderson. He played Josh Ross Ewing. He played John Ross Ewing on TNT's Dallas. TNT's Dallas. How old is he today? Um, 40 years old today. 40? Mm-hmm. Josh Henderson? Mm-hmm. I, I haven't heard of this one. Mm. Is this like a different Dallas or something? That I'm not they, sure. It just says TNT's Dallas. TNT's Dallas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Josh Henderson, 40. He's very young looking. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember him from the uh, Dallas episodes mm-hmm. that we watched in mm-hmm. the uh, late 70s and early 80s. Uh, McCod Brooks is 41 years old today. That's Jimmy Olsen on Supergirl. I like that. I remember that. Do you remember that one? I do. I remember that one. Was Zachary- that like on the CW or something? I think so, yeah. yeah. Zachary Knighton, 
is 43. That's Magnum's buddy Rick on Magnum PI. The new Magnum PI, yes. I think. Leslie Grossman is 50. That's Coco St. Pierre Vanderbilt on AH, AHS Apocalypse. Craig Robinson, 50 years old today. That's Daryl on The Office. Pedro Martinez, 50 years old today. Hall of Fame pitcher who won three Cy Youngs and one World oh. Series with the Red Sox. Oh, all right. Boston yes. fans, I mm-hmm. sure love him, and there are plenty of them around here. For sure. Shelly Wright is 51. That's the openly lesbian country music singer. She did single white female. Samantha B is 52 years old today. Michael Boltman is 57. Michael Bolton? No, Boltman. 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 B-O-A-T-M-A-N. Oh, okay. Yes, Boltman. And who is he? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's Julius Kane on The Good Fight. That's all I know. On The Good Fight? Yep. Okay. Uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer, Chad Smith, 60 years old today. Oh, right. Uh, yes. Love me some Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. And we mentioned they're coming to Miami uh, next uh, for a concert date in 2022. Mm-hmm. Hard Rock Live is uh, where they're going to be playing, mm-hmm. and I, I just can't wait to see them coming out with a fourth album, too, I guess. New music from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, as as this man from the group is 60. Yes. Wow. Nancy Cartwright, 64 years old today. Do you have any idea who that is? I should, right? Uh, you should. Cartwright. How, Nancy Cartwright. C-A-R-T-W-R-I-G-H-T? I'll give you a hint. She's a voice actress. For... Um, Bart Simpson. Very good. Yeah. Yes. I had to, isn't that etched in my memory? Isn't that funny that a woman plays Bart Simpson? And would you believe a female is sometimes in the costume of Mickey Mouse? Yeah, that is true. And another female you would imagine is uh, Bobby from King of the Hill. Mm -hmm. Little Bobby Hill on the show is, behind that voice too, is a female. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, John Anderson, 77 years old, the only Yes lead singer who matters. Uh, biggest hits include I've Seen All Good People, Roundabout, Love Will Find a Way, and Owner of a Lonely Heart. I think my favorite out of all of them, probably because of the era I grew up in, mm-hmm. uh, Love Will Find a Way from I like Roundabout. the late 80s. That song goes on and on <laughs> and on. <laughs> Yeah, and then such when, a great tune. And then when you listen to it, that's a earworm that you just yeah. And now because we talked about it, it'll yeah. probably be in my. It'll be your earworm all, for the day, all day through massage and yep. whatever I'm doing today. How about this uh, group, the Starland Vocal Band? They were a one-hit wonder. They had Afternoon Delight, and the vocalist Taffy, I'm sorry, Taffy Denoff, 77 years old today. What what was that vocalist's name? Taffy Denoff. Taffy Denoff. I gotta look. Uh, her up. Her up. Seventy-seven years old don't today. You, I, I really don't know too much about the Starland vocal band. They had one stinking song. But you, you remember know, that song, Afternoon Delight, don't why? you? Why? So I just wanna, I wanna look her up. How do you spell that? D A N O F F. Oh yep. yeah, here she is. Mm-hmm. I just um, like I've I've seen ABBA growing up through the decades. You know, mm-hmm. the blonde-haired lady. Agnatha, Falkstead, and, and, of course, Frida, the brunette, uh, with their vocalists. I've seen pictures of them. I never looked up any photos of the Starland vocal band. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, this lady, lead singer, very, very pretty, mm-hmm. Taffy Danoff. Huh? There you go, Taffy Danoff. Oh, here she is with John Denver. I mm-hmm. wonder what kind of a duet they were doing there. Don't know. Maybe it was a country delight. It could have been. You yeah. Know? Oh, look at there she. Yep, there she is Let with John see. Denver. 
Oh, yeah. That's quite a bit old picture. Is that Leif Garrett, that uh, picture on the right? No, but it, it's It looks actually, like Leif Garrett, Taffy. doesn't it? It's It Taffy looks herself. from a distance. It looks like Leif Garrett. She's got the Leif Garrett hair right? going on, doesn't she? Jeez. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it does look like Leif from a distance. Wow. I can see where you're seeing that. Well, you know, Leif Garrett, I mean, when he was on Teen Beat and... You know, he looked very lovely. The cover of Sixteen magazine, also. I'm actually jealous I used to buy that. of some of those pictures where he's looking so pretty. I used to buy that magazine, so Bonnie. You did. <laughs> I bought Sixteen magazine back in the day. Why did you? Did, were some of the guys secretly buying it then? I don't know. Don't tell me. I I don't know why I did that. Because all the girls bought Teen Beach. I don't know if any of the guys in school were secretly buying them and looking at them too. I bought Sixteen magazine, but I didn't actually physically buy it. I had my parents go buy it oh for gosh. me because I was embarrassed. So what did your dad say about that? I don't though? know. Your he dad, didn't know nothing back then. Your dad's kind of a military guy, yeah, he right? He didn't know nothing back then. It was just reading material. He didn't. He was just glad to see I was reading something. <laughs> That's all that mattered. Practicing your reading. Yes. Wow. How about Mrs. C? Marion Cunningham. Oh. Marion Ross, her real name in real life, is 93 years old today. Holy Moly. Yeah, holy happy days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's she's alive. I don't think we have Howard Cunningham anymore. No. I think he passed away some years ago. Yep. Mrs. C, I liked her style. She was great, man. I was a classy lady right there. I always loved it when Fonzarelli, Fonzie would come in, and I liked their re- kind of rapport together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Almost like a mother and son, mm-hmm. even though he wasn't her actual son. Last year, we uh, lost this singer, Helen Reddy. Would have been 80 years old today. Uh, the what, song that reminds me. Huh? Yes, yeah, she would have been 80. Oh, I man. Am Woman was a song that I remember from her. Yeah. Um, celebrating a birthday in the heavens, the one and only lady who used to wear the hat with the price tag oh, hanging off of it. Yeah. You know who it is, Bonnie. Yeah, that might be you the know. lovely. And talented. Minnie Pearl. That's right. Country oh. legend Minnie Pearl passed away in 96. She was 84 years old. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a good life to live. Yeah. Evan, you might have been trying to remember some of the other songs from Helen Reddy. Uh I Am Woman sticks out, but if you remember right, she did Angie Baby, Uh which was kind of a catchy tune. Ain't No Way to Treat a Lady. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but maybe it's a way for us to end. That was really nice. And You and Me Against the World, Uh, some of Helen Reddy's other Oh, I didn't know Helen Reddy did Delta Dawn either. Delta oh, Dawn. Oh, Delta Dawn was a great tune. From uh, 1973. Delta Dawn. I always thought that was Linda Ronstadt with that one. That's I guess, all I can remember of that song. Yeah. What's that flower you have on? Yeah. Um, could it be Del- a faded rose Del- from days Del- gone by? Yeah. That was a good song. Yeah, that, very, day. very good. Today is uh, World Pasta Day. So people that love carbs... Oh. Lovers all around the world, it's World Pasta Day. So, Bonnie, you know what that means. I can't have any. Um, I've been got to do it. I've been loaded up on gotta nachos. Got to do it. You know those uh, Cantina Tostitos that Phil brought in that day? Yeah. I bought a bag of those. So I haven't been eating any spaghetti or pastas really, but I've been no. snacking on those darn Cantina Tostitos <laughs> and putting cheese on them, making my own nachos at wow. home. All right. I'm not losing any weight before my vacation. Wow. Darn it. Uh, the folks in the U.K. today uh, changed their clocks because uh, British summertime ends in the U.K. and they change their clocks twice a year okay. to extend the daylight. 
Oh, they're doing that a yep. little bit before us. Mm-hmm. I think ours is the weekend of yep. November 7 when we fall back. It's International Artist Day today. It's also Katy Perry's birthday we mentioned. It's National yeah. – oh, here's a good one. It's National Greasy Food Day. So fire <laughs> up the frying oil and throw some stuff in there and get all greased up. What is your go-to with the greasy Chicken food? wings. All right. Chicken wings. Mine I have is, to go to the turtle for the, that. Yeah, there's. I don't think the turtle makes them too greasy, though. No, Usually they don't. their food is a pretty amazing. Spot on. Yeah. Spot on. I think my go-to grease fire is uh, probably some French fries okay. or, or some breaded onion rings. Okay. It's also National I Care About You Day. As we honor our loved ones for no other reason but to tell them, that we're grateful. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Call up a call up a loved one. It's Tell also them that you care. National Sourest Day. So get out your sour patch, your sour candy, your sour whatever, and eat your sourest uh, stuff. My mouth just went sour thinking mm-hmm. of. Remember when Phil had that? We had that taste test, mm. and Phil ate that sour ball. Yep. Wasn't that supposed to be the most sour ball yes. in the world or yes. something? Yes, for shizzle. And he did it. I, and I don't know how he can do that. Lastly, it's National Mother-in-Law Day, so pay homage to the second moms who are always there to help you contribute. And to sometimes lovingly criticize you as well. Yeah. So make sure and pay tribute Loving, to lovingly criticize the you. mother-in-law. That's when they do that hidden, that hidden thing yes. that they do when you don't know if they're kind of trying to pump you up mm-hmm. or tending to cut you down mm-hmm. a little bit, and you go, hmm. And you know what's really strange? What's this that whole tangled, the tangled web is Rachel is the mother-in-law to my son's wife, Delilah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's about to have another baby. Okay. Grandbaby number two coming in the month of December, right around Christmas time. Does mother-in-law, daughter-in-law, do they get along? They hang out. They do whatever. Yeah. 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 She's a pretty cool daughter-in-law to have. That's awesome. She's a very cool daughter-in-law yeah. to have. Anyway, that's your birthdays and anniversaries for back in the day. Uh, also, as well, for October 25th, 2021. News time right now, 723. Let's get right to the news desk where Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Florida's top health official was asked to leave a meeting after refusing to wear a mask at the office of a state senator who told him she had a serious medical condition, officials have confirmed. Florida Senate leader Wilton Simpson, a Republican, sent a memo to Senator Saturday regarding the incident at the office of Democratic State Senator Tina Polsky, asking visitors at the building to be respectful with social interactions. Polsky, who represents parts of Broward and Palm Beach counties, had not yet made public her breast cancer diagnosis. Polsky told the Associated Press about the tense exchange with State Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo that was first reported by the news site Florida Politics. She said Ladapo and two aides were offered masks and asked to wear them when they arrived for the Wednesday meeting. She did not tell him she had breast cancer, but said she had a serious condition. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says cancer patients are at a higher risk to get severely ill from COVID-19 and may not build the same immunity to vaccines. Ladapo had asked to meet her in Tallahassee as he seeks confirmation in the Senate after being named to the post by Governor Ron DeSantis last month. It was so shocking to me that he treated me in this manner, Polsky said. 
If he is a Surgeon General for the next several years, I am concerned about a future public health emergency and not being able to rely on him for necessary guidance and proper scientific leadership. Ladapo offered to go outside, but the Senator said she did not want to sit on the metal picnic tables on a warm day when her office was nice and spacious. She said she asked whether there was a reason why he couldn't wear a mask, but he would not answer. The Florida Department of Health did not respond to emailed requests for comment. Parents in Orange County will gather today in favor of a school mask mandate. Organizers of the Don't Stop Now rally are calling for a mandate to be extended six more weeks. A driver crashed into the front of the Guitar Center store in Port St. Lucie Saturday. The driver was cited for careless driving after accelerated into the storefront. There were no reported injuries. The driver told police they mistakenly pressed the gas pedal instead of the brake. One hundred years ago today, a devastating hurricane scored a direct hit on the Tampa Bay area. The Tarpon Springs hurricane of 1921 made landfall in the worst possible place, pushing storm surge and high winds onto the barrier islands and up Tampa Bay. Daniel Noah with the Tampa Bay National Weather Service office says the storm made lasting changes. The pass that's just south of Honeymoon Island was created from the storm surge from the 1921 storm. The region bounced back quickly, but Noah says recovery from a similar storm today could take a decade. I'm Gordon Bird. A major crash in Seminole County on Saturday night involving 15 vehicles and 24 people is under investigation. Six people were taken to the hospital, but all are expected to survive. The latest weekly report from the Department of Health shows more than 15,000 new cases of COVID-19 in Florida, but that's down about 4,000 from the week before. And lastly, Dennis Villanueva's Dune debuted with 40.1 million in ticket sales opening weekend in North America, drawing a large number of moviegoers to see the thundering sci-fi epic on the big screen. Despite it also being available to stream in homes, Warner Brothers launched the legendary entertainment production simultaneously in theaters and on HBO Max. The IRSC Pioneers hosted a rare Sunday scrimmage game against Johnson University of Jacksonville, 93-37. to The Pioneers had six players in double figures. Ossifer Owens led the way with 16 points, while A.J. Kajusti and Jonathan Cece added 14 each. The Pioneers are 6-1 in their exhibition slate. They'll conclude their exhibition season against Barry University in Miami Friday night. The Pioneers tip off the regular season against North Florida Prep at 5.30 at home. The Veterans Classic tips Friday night the 5th against Perennial Powerhouse Tallahassee at 7.30. Saturday at 4, it's Daytona's Falcons against the Pioneers. Defending Southern Conference champions begin conference play in January. Our news time at 7.27. We'll have weather and traffic together for you coming up.
than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU or listen on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. 728 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside? Well, I-95 northbound in Palm City at mile marker 111 is where we've been seeing an accident this morning. It's a vehicle crash with injuries. Uh, Those lanes were all closed, but now uh, the latest from FHP telling us that those lanes are now back open. So you're going to see an accident there, I-95 northbound. Mile marker 111, Palm City, but uh, no roadblock from this accident is what we're showing at the moment. Uh, There's your latest look at traffic. And we have 76 right now, Port St. Lucie in Yuma, Arizona. It's a clear sky in 67. Here's more on the weather at WPTV. Hey there, everyone. Steve Olenwebe here. Once again, a stationary front sitting on top of the peninsula. Mainly cloudy skies, showers and thunderstorms. Some of the storms could produce some heavy rainfall, so watch out for that. Tomorrow, though, the front finally clears the area. We start to dry things out on Tuesday. Not much rain around other than a morning shower. As we head towards Wednesday, the humidity starts to drop, but it is going to be a warmer day as another front approaches. On Thursday, yet another cool front moves through for another round of some stormy weather. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Steve Villanueva on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. Sometimes ordinary tasks can become extraordinary feats. With back, neck, or shoulder pain, that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic. As the official chiropractor of the University of Miami Hurricanes, the Joint Chiropractic helps keep people moving through everyday life and beyond. You never need an appointment or insurance, and we're open evenings and weekends. Keep moving. Come see our newest location in Port St. Lucie for a free exam, consultation, and adjustment through Saturday. Visit thejoint.com for details. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. If you need a new roof, 
You want a reputable, reliable roofing company to install your new roof. Brilliant Roofing has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We've been in business for over 15 years, and we're local to the Treasure Coast. We are quick, on time, and never leave your place a mess. All materials we use are top quality and made in the USA. We are trained, certified experts. Give Brilliant Roofing a call today for a free estimate. 772-485-0260. That's 772-485-0260. Let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. This is not headline news. A German tourist in Italy found and returned Harrison Ford's credit card. Ford believes it fell out of his wallet when he was crash landing. <laughs> Supply chain issues are causing an alcohol shortage. It's bad enough we're facing a turkey shortage. But a wild turkey shortage would make Thanksgiving completely intolerable. <laughs> in sports, the Houston Astros will play the Atlanta Braves in the World Series. The Astros say they're looking forward to beating the Braves like a trash can. <laughs> and today is National Greasy Foods Day. Or as we know it around lunchtime here at the station, Monday. <laughs> this is not headline news. From not headline news to the stupid stuff. You're listening to the biggest little radio show on the biggest little planet, the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. And now it's time for Stupid News. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? So we have a lot of good stupid stuff this morning. Lots of good stupid stuff. Let me get to the top of my list, Bonnie. Usually following a weekend in a late yeah. October... You might be hearing of uh, one or two stupid things, but we have a lot of it. We have a lot to give. Yeah, a lot to give. Um, so, our first stupid news story comes to us, uh, I'll, I'll read it. Mr. Methane is a world-renowned entertainer who, as the name suggests, has a very special talent when it comes to passing wind. <laughs> Yeah. He's talented at it. Yes. He was born with a special gift. Of all the superpowers one could have, passing wind at will probably sits near the bottom of everybody's list. What? Now this guy can do it at will whenever he chooses? And yet one of the few people known to be able to control their flatulence has managed to build a career around his ability. (laughs) Does he, Paul, does he press his own butt cheeks in or something? <laughs> well, his name is Paul Oldfield, otherwise known as Mr. Methane. And Mr. Methane discovered his unusual talent for passing wind in his teenage years and eventually managed to use it as a way to make a living, traveling the world and showcasing his somewhat repulsive ability to the world. Hey, if he can make a living at it, living at it, go yeah. to it. The more power to him. I mean, look at all of these YouTubers who are doing it. The Englishman currently holds the record for the most times passing wind released in 60 seconds. But it's also known for performing popular songs by passing wind <laughs> And various other revolting tricks. So he's singing a happy tune while he's um, releasing the wind. Yes. Wow, this man really is talented. Mm -hmm. How can he 
do uh, multiple tasking like that and do two things at once, which um, you have to use both ends of the spectrum to, to, to do that. <laughs> both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, both ends of the spectrum. That's talent. Yes. Hi, good morning. You're on the radio. Good morning. <laughs> well, hey there, sunshine, or should I say uh, Miss Dolphin? Or mermaid, whatever you want to call yourself. We saw some really nice pictures of you. Evan was showing me yeah. swimming with dolphin. Did he show you his picture swimming with dolphin? Yeah. I think the photographs turned out really nice. I have them all here. Oh, with my me. gosh. Yes. Uh, that, that setting of that you were in swimming, it looked so serene. That water looked. Was that like a one of those, like a, what do I want to call it, a just a live stream, like a freshwater stream. It that looked they too had. good to be real. It it did. Yeah, it looked like a facade. But it was the real deal. Was it was it? the real deal. Real yeah. water, real coral underneath the water, real everything. Except for the manta ray pool, that just lasted me ten minutes. Yeah, I how how were you were you able to swim in there with uh, stingrays swarming yes, Rachel un- did under it. your feet, Rachel? Oh, I did. I snorkeled. Can't, can't you get? It was fun. You can get stung by one of those. No, they have nope. the, the barbs are taken off of them. Okay. They tell you what not to do. Oh, so so did you feel a little bit of a slimy note on your um? You know, they're kind of slimy. They brushed right? up against like my leg once, and that's like I was done. I yeah. was like, get me out of here. I guess I I wouldn't mind it if the little stingers might be taking off. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was definitely interesting because there was coral, and I mean, there were fish, there were small fish, big fish. There were, um, and some of these uh, stingrays were huge. Yeah, we're talking like like really huge. Yeah. 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 It was like there was one that swam under me um, as I was snorkeling that I could probably put my arms out, and it was wider than that. You could probably like stand on the thing too. No, like, you like can't a do that. No, no, I mean, no, no. That's how I mean saying how big. Yeah, that's it was. how big was it was like around. Big like a round table. I mean, or imagine. Something? Look at my arm spread. Yeah. That's how big it was wide. Man, that is huge. Yeah. Yeah. And but think- it was definitely, it was, it was definitely, because I've never snorkeled before. Yeah. Um, that was, a, that so was, that was a that sight, was- uh, that was a sight to see Rachel with a, <laughs> a mask and a snorkel <laughs> on trying to figure out how to do. <laughs> yeah, it was, was. Did you but, see, uh, was it pretty under there? Did you see like pretty? It was very color- pretty. Colorful. It was very pretty. Um, there were areas where you could stand up, and but then there were definitely drop-offs because at one point the Grand Reef is where it was, uh, is what the air swim area was called. Um, I think it goes down like almost 100 feet. So was that actually like a springs? I think is what I. No, it was uh, salt water. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. That was... one and the dolphins. The dolphins are were salt water. Okay, um, the yeah, but the dolphin was, water was like, that was a reality check when you got in there. How cold? But the dolphin water, the water for the dolphins in the Grand Reef were about the same temperature. Uh, it was cold. Yeah, it was cold. <laughs> yeah, because like if you go to the springs, that's what I pictured it to be like. The springs is our, always at 72 yeah. degrees. That's a, that's what the dolphin water was, 72. 72? No. Like, so dolphin water was cooler than that. Cooler oh, than that. Okay. That's pretty cool then. But right. the Serenity Springs and the tropical river, the tropical rainforest river that we floated around, oh. those were more like springs. Those were more like 72, 73. It wasn't bad at they all. They were a little warmer. Yeah. Did you see like a walrus in the water no. or like a water no. buffalo or anything? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Nothing just, that big. Uh, just otters and monkeys. Uh, but you did see that kind of wildlife. Yes. Yes. 
monkeys? And lots of fish, an awful oh, lot of fish. Man, I don't think they were monkeys. I can't think of what they were called. Marma, Marma something, Marma something. Marmadukes, I'm not sure. Marmalade, I'm not they're sure. Like they were like a smaller called. version of a, a very monkey, small right? monkey, yeah. yeah. Mar- Marma I, something. I think you're on the but right track. Was, um, I think I've heard of something yeah. like that. But it was fun. It was definitely fun. It, I definitely, my two were definitely swimming in the Grand Reef where I could swim with the stingrays and the um, things like that. And then, uh, and then definitely swimming with the dolphin. Her name was Maria. Maria? Yes, oh, I we, was our ask, dolphin was Maria. I was going to ask what her name was. Yes. And I'm sure she, she had was to 18. Swim. Great personality in, mm. in the dolphin. I will say that much. Very friendly. You could tell she likes people. I saw from the picture. She's yeah. Well, she is a third generation. Yes. Third mm. generation dolphin. Yeah. And she has a daughter who is the fourth generation. Wow. Yes. That, have, that was born at Discovery Cove. Uh-huh. So. And do you know, Bonnie, yeah. that it takes years to teach them the things that they do. Oh, I'm, I'm Constant. Sure. It takes yeah. years and years and years huh. to teach well, them. Yeah, because he do. was saying, Maria, our dolphin, still didn't know how to do a front flip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. 18. Yeah. It's amazing the things you hear about dolphins. So I've heard of people, you know, that have been out swimming and kind of stranded. I've heard the stories where they will be uh, pulled along by a school of dolphins or, like, the dolphins will surround that swimmer yep. as in protecting the mm-hmm. human. Mm-hmm. So uh, They're very smart, but did you know approaching a dolphin in the wild is illegal? Yes, it's illegal. You cannot yeah. approach a dolphin off the you coast cannot, of Florida. You should any just coast, watch. No matter where, any type of sea. Um, there is an well, it was called the Mammal Something Act of 1974, I think. Yeah, even manatees. It's the same one, yeah, it's the same one that protects manatees, where you're not allowed to approach or touch manatees. That same law that protects them protects um, all the animals that are in the ocean. Yeah, it's like if there's a law, though, like right now for people not to even feed the manatees, oh, it makes you wonder because with mm-hmm. all of them that have died recently, yeah. it just makes me want to be able to feed them. But I think uh, legislators are in the process of um, kind of like, not to have the general public feed them, but I think at these um, animal research places, they're kind of like working with their efforts to where, you know, hey, can we can we help these manatees somehow? They're they're dying off because they don't have enough seagrass to eat, which is really really terrible, I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Evan said it was a fun experience, and the fact that Evan liked it just made it all the. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't look. Uh, I saw the pictures, and he didn't look very uncomfortable. It was okay. He looked okay. He looked it all was, right. It was okay. I did it for my wife, and she knows I did it. Don't for Don't let her. him fool you, because after he, after the after he glided with the dolphin, he was like, "That was so cool." cool it yeah. was cool. Was it like riding a snowmobile? No. <laughs> it's it just no. it was it was all right. Yeah. You know, it was okay. Did it feel like you were kind of flying through the water like on you know, like a nice glide well, like I was afraid I was gonna let go <laughs> yeah. and then I wouldn't know what to do. And I kinda got a little freaked out a little bit because I asked the trainer a question. I'm like, So has anybody ever like the dolphin just swim off with somebody and not come, you know, back to you or something <laughs> swim like that. Swim out with you. Yeah, and they were like, oh, yeah, it's happened a couple of times. Really? I'm like, great, just yeah. what I needed You'll to hear. You'll be kidnapped by a dolphin. That's really happy. They said that happened yes, before? Yes, that's happened a couple of times <laughs> yeah. in the past. I would be, um, I would be really concerned if it was like a child. Did you have to be a certain age 
to swim with a dolphin? Uh, I don't think so. Could have, like, people bring I their... think you had to be older than six. All right. Mm-hmm. That kind of and, makes and sense. You ha- and you, anyone between six and 12 had to be accompanied by a paying adult, mm-hmm. an adult that was swimming with dolphins, not just observing. Was a requirement, too, that you had to know how to swim already? Um, not sure. I don't know. You, you can swim, can't you, Evan? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah so, I can swim. I float. So your concern wasn't like that dolphin takes you out somewhere where no. you're in a deeper body of water. No, I was okay as far as that goes. It's yeah. just that you yeah. would have been brought to the dolphin yeah. cave and yeah. and be made uh, dolphin food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no. that was even when we were in the Grand Reef, um, the Grand Reef where the manatees and all that were. You had to pay attention because there were drop-offs. And I was on one side standing, and Evan was walking from another side. And I was like, you need to be careful. That drops off. Wow. Yeah. Did, yeah. did you see a lot of manatees then? No, they have no manatees there. Oh, they did There's didn't. no manatees. Oh, no I manatees. thought maybe they would. No. Oh. One thing they do tell you, number one, you can't wear any jewelry. Um, anything shiny has to be tucked into your wetsuit top. Yeah. And... Also, if you go in, when you swim with the dolphins, you can wear a baseball hat, uh-huh. and you can have sunglasses, but your sunglasses have to be on your face. They can't be on your hat up top. Oh, yeah? Yes. I wonder why they because the be glasses Because the glasses can fall in the water, oh, yeah. and the dolphins can ingest them. Yeah, and you mentioned even with the shiny jewelry, they say if you go in the ocean, the sharks could be attracted, too, to that yeah. shine. They do have another section there, too, that you can swim with the sharks. Oh, really? Discovery but Cove. I didn't see that. That's tucked away in a separate area. That's it's a private gonna, pay event. Yes, that's what you're going you to do next time. You have to pay for that. Oh, heck right, no. Rachel? No, you're, I'm not swimming Oh, with I would sharks. love to do that. That's oh, fine. I'll drop you off there, and I'll go have lunch and come back and get you, <laughs> and you can let me know how many limbs that you're missing. Anyway, <laughs> i got to run. we got to get to news. I will talk to you later. Have a great day. Love you, and uh, enjoy love the you. rest of your day. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. 7.46 on the Get Up and Go Show. Now, there you go. You have the whole thing in a nutshell, what we did at, uh, at Discovery Co. She filled you in on the rest. It's uh, 7.46 right now. Time for news once again. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on precious metals, it's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Make sure to go see Hawk Levy. Here's Bonnie with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning once again. Autopsy results on Brian Laundrie wanted in connection with the death of his fiancée are said to be inconclusive. Laundrie's remains were found in a Sarasota County nature preserve last week and will be cremated. And in a related story, questions are being asked about an item found near Brian Laundrie's remains. A hiker in a Sarasota County nature park reportedly found a water bottle that appears to be the same one Laundrie's late fiancé Gabby Petito is seen holding in a YouTube video. U.S. Senator Maggie Hassan of New Hampshire said she has introduced a bill to address a so-called pink tax in the military, a reference to the higher prices women service members often pay for their uniforms. Hassan, a Democrat, and Republican U.S. Senator Joni Ernst of Iowa recently introduced the bill together. Hassan said the nonpartisan government accountability office found that women paid more in-out-of-pockets costs for their uniforms than their male counterparts. A driver crashed into the front of the Guitar Center store in Fort St. Lucie on Saturday. The driver was cited for careless driving after accelerating into the storefront. There were no reported injuries. The driver told police they mistakenly pressed the gas pedal instead of the brake. 
James Michael Tyler, the actor known widely for his reoccurring role as Gunther on Friends, has died. He was 59. Tyler died Sunday at home in Los Angeles from prostate cancer, said his manager Tony Benson. Tyler was first diagnosed with advanced prostate cancer in 2018. Tyler had apparently briefly appeared briefly in 1990 series like Just Shoot Me and Sabrina the Teenage Witch before being cast as a background character in the second episode of Friends in 1994. Dennis Villanueva's Dune debuted with 40.1 million in ticket sales opening weekend in North America, drawing a large number of moviegoers to see the thundering sci-fi epic on the big screen, despite it also being available to stream in homes. Warner Brothers launched the legendary entertainment production simultaneously in theaters and on HBO Max. The latest weekly report from the Department of Health shows more than 15,000 new cases of COVID-19 in Florida, but that's down about 4,000 from the week before. Well, lastly, a major alcohol shortage might be coming just in time for the holidays. Stores in Southern California are already dealing with it because of pandemic-related backlogs at the Port of Los Angeles and the Port of Long Beach. They're the two busiest container ports in the U.S. Forty percent of all shipping containers pass through there. That's led to shortages of all kinds of things, including alcohol and glass bottles. The regional manager for a chain of liquor stores in L.A. says they have no idea which products they'll be getting each day. One day this weekend, around 50 people were already lined up when they opened just to be the first to get their hands on whatever alcohol they got in that day. They're not totally sold out of alcohol, but he said certain types of booze are flying off the shelves, and as soon as they stock more, it's gone in a day. A shortage of supply chain workers also isn't helping. For the first time since 1999, the Braves are going back to the World Series. Eddie Rosario continued a torrid postseason with a three-run homer just inside the foul pole in the fourth inning, breaking a 1-1 deadlock and propelling Atlanta to a 4-2 win over the L.A. Dodgers Saturday night, one season after the Braves lost to the Dodgers in a seven-game National League Championship Series. Atlanta knocked off the defending champions in six. The Houston Astros will start left-hander Framber Valdez against the Atlanta Braves in Game 1 of the World Series. And that begins tonight, the first pitch at 8.09 p.m. in Houston. News time coming up on 7.51. We'll have weather and traffic together, too, coming up. Mark Breckville, Certified Public Accountants, are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 220- 7.51 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for another peek outside the traffic and weather together. Bonnie, what's going on? Now we have some lanes blockage. The lanes closed. Uh, this is happening on I-95 northbound in Palm City. Uh, there is an accident at mile marker 112 on I-95 northbound. 
Latest from FHP now, all those northbound lanes are closed at the moment. Got to head north on I-95. Might want to take an alternate this morning. If you see something, say something. Give us a call at 220-9788-220-WSTU. Stuart, we have a 75, and in Clonakilty, Ireland, it's 53. Here's more on our weather at WPTV. Hey there, everyone. Steve Illinois here. Once again, a stationary front sitting on top of the peninsula. Mainly cloudy skies, showers and thunderstorms. Some of the storms could produce some heavy rainfall, so watch out for that. Tomorrow, though, the front finally clears the area. We start to dry things out on Tuesday. Not much rain around other than a morning shower. As we head towards Wednesday, the humidity starts to drop, but it is going to be a warmer day as another front approaches. On Thursday, yet another cool front moves through for another round of some stormy weather. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Steve Villanueva on WSTUAM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Hey parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins Football and Dance Clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade, with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by Junior Dolphins coaches and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphins.com camps to secure your spot today. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Wait, feel great and look fantastic with a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. 
For more than 30 years, European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansink.com. Today in Ag News from the Southeast AgNet, brought to you by Pivot Bio, the only predictable form of nitrogen. Pivot Bio, proven 40. Although Nature Conservancy and partners have completed the protection of the essential and diverse landscape of the Ravensworth Farms, a little over a 1,000-acre working cattle ranch that's located along the eastern edge of the Lake Wales Ridge in Highlands County. The conservation easement placed on the ranch permanently prohibits development on the property while allowing cattle ranching operations to continue uninterrupted. One of those partners is USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service. And Florida State Conservationist Juan Hernandez said these easements keep family farms and ranches intact and prevent development while protecting environmental quality and supporting military readiness. Now, the $2.99 million conservation easement purchase is funded by the TNC donor funds and awards from the U.S. Department of Defense and USDA's NRCS Agricultural Land Easements Program. The conservation easement on Ravensworth Farms provides protection for a variety of important habitats that includes longleaf pine, as well as iconic wildlife like the Florida panther and the gopher tortoise. Temperance Morgan, executive director of the Nature Conservancy in Florida, said securing a conservation easement on this farm is integral to our continued push to preserve lands and water resources critical to the health of Florida's environment, wildlife, economy, and people. To read more about this, go to our website, southeastagnet.com. For generations, we've worked the land. We've faced hardships and uncertainty before. But you can depend on Florida's farmers. We will continue to rise before dawn and harvest our crops, ensuring that Florida-grown fruits and vegetables are in your stores and that your family is fed. We are providers for our families and yours. We're Florida's farmers, and we're in this together. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnes. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give them a call at any time. Now let's get back to the program. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 7.58 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, Dr. John Millay, superintendent of the Martin County School System. He's going to be here, Bonnie, with an update on uh, what's been going on all week long. And we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, homecoming dance with him that happened at South Fork High, how the kids felt about getting back to some kind of normality for those kids as well. Yeah, I'm wondering if Dr. Millay actually attended that dance. He did not. He didn't. Okay, because I pictured him to be there in his nice shirt and bow tie Mm -hmm. serving up some punch for the kids. He was actually at the, uh, the parade for South Fork High School, but he didn't attend the dance. I see. So we'll uh, get the information from him on how the parade was and everything and lots of other stuff to talk about with him uh, coming up just a little bit after the news right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. Don't you dare go anywhere. We'll be back.
Soon agreements. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi tells CNN State of the Union they're about 90% in agreement on a plan whittled down from $3.5 trillion on social spending. Uh, it is less than we had was projected to begin with, but it's still bigger than anything we have ever done. The talks continued over the weekend with a key moderate. President Biden hosted Senator Joe Manchin at his house in Delaware. Chuck Schumer also attended the Wilmington powwow, which goes to show the urgency of getting something done sooner than Speaker Pelosi's artificial Halloween deadline, because several days before Halloween, the president is going to leave the country for the G20 in Italy. Fox's Peter Ducey, Republicans oppose all the spending and tax hikes on wealthier Americans that could fund it. Congressman Buddy Carter tells Fox. Dollar increase, and it's going to impact the middle class and the lower class just as much. But if Democrats or United Republicans do not have the votes to stop passage, the GOP also claims all that spending will add to already increasing inflation. Gas prices keep rising, and they're continuing every day. In the past two weeks, we have a 13 cents a gallon hike in retail gasoline. Uh, to $3.44. Analyst Julie Lundberg's survey of stations has the average about a nickel more than AAA. It was like a whip and a pop. That's what Joel Souza said about the shooting on the set of Rust last week in New Mexico. He's the movie's director who was also wounded, and he said he did hear the assistant director hand the prop gun to actor Alec Baldwin, telling him it was a cold gun, meaning it was safe, but it wasn't. Baldwin accidentally shot and killed the cinematographer. There's some nasty weather out in the northwest and in California. Some hazardous driving conditions, especially in the mountains, where we could see some blizzard conditions, and then heavy rainfall along the coast. That's Fox meteorologist Janice Dean. Two people in Washington state were killed when a tree fell on their car. America's listening to Fox News. Here's a fact. COVID hospitalizations of young people have tripled since the start of summer. Also a fact, vaccines are highly effective in preventing hospitalizations and deaths, even from the Delta variant. If you've got questions about COVID vaccines, talk to a doctor, because our kids are irreplaceable. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hear that? That's the sound of a man guarding his home around the clock. Because he has 24-7 professional monitoring from Simply Safe Home Security. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe keeps watch night and day. If there's trouble, Simply Safe alerts him and will dispatch emergency help when needed. Protect your home and your sleep. Take 30% off a new system at simplysafe.com today. The number of COVID cases declined again last week in the U.S. There were now fewer infections, five straight weeks. The 509,000 cases last week, about half what they were before the decline started, though deaths rose. A Fox News host and COVID survivor speaking out for vaccines. Neil Cavuto has endured many health challenges, cancer, open heart surgery. He lives with multiple sclerosis. After contracting a breakthrough case of COVID, he told Fox's Howie Kurtz being vaccinated is not just about the individual. Whatever your views on mandates, and I get that, no one likes to be ordered to, but in the end, if you can get vaccinated and think of someone else and think of what that could mean to them and their survivability from something like this, we'll all be better off. Several Fox News personalities have been criticized for, as some have said, downplaying vaccine effectiveness. Cavuto's message? Take the political speaking points and toss them. Gernal Scott, 
Fox News. An NBA star sidelined because he refuses to get a COVID vaccine gets some love from some protesting fans. Around 100 protesters marched outside the Brooklyn Nets home of Barclays Center Sunday, offering support to benched all-star guard Kyrie Irving amid his refusal to abide by New York City's COVID vaccine mandate for entry into larger indoor venues. At one point, a few of the protesters pushed barriers and got to the front of the entrance at Barclays before being held off by security. The Nets arena briefly placed on lockdown as a result. Brooklyn losing Sunday to the Charlotte Hornets 111-95. Kevin Durant asked about the absence of Kyrie after the game. We definitely want Kyrie Irving out here on the floor. And he's a huge part of what we do, but it's not happening right now. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. In the NFL, Tom Brady threw his 600th career touchdown pass in Tampa Bay's win over Chicago. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Forbearances, working remotely, internet shopping, retail space and rental income have been hit hard by COVID. If you're looking to restructure your debt, obtain financing or equity, commercial mortgage can help you out. Tim Mullen at Commercial Mortgage has been providing debt restructuring services since 2003. Tim never charges a front fee and all consultations are free. Tim only gets paid if he provides you a debt workout. Looking for a debt solution or financing? Give Tim a call at 772-872-6099 or visit commercialmortgagellc.com to schedule your free consultation. Sometimes ordinary tasks can become extraordinary feats. With back, neck, or shoulder pain, that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic. As the official chiropractor of the University of Miami Hurricanes, the Joint Chiropractic helps keep people moving through everyday life and beyond. You never need an appointment or insurance, and we're open evenings and weekends. Keep moving. Come see our newest location in Port St. Lucie for a free exam, consultation, and adjustment through Saturday. Visit thejoint.com for details. A grateful community says congratulations to Nancy Smith for a lifetime of dedication to journalism. From serving as a managing editor of the Stewart News to the president of the Florida Society of Newspaper Editors, you're invited to join Senator Gail Harrell, former Senate President Ken Pruitt, and former Stewart Mayor Joan Jefferson for a fundraising event for the Nancy and Michael Smith Endowed Scholarship. Thursday, October 28th, 5 to 7, Indian River State College, Chastain Campus in Stewart. The scholarship will continue Nancy Smith's contribution to those striving to achieve the American dream. So please join us October 28th at Indian River State College, Martin County, Chastain Campus from 5 to 7. Visit the station website, WPSL.com, WSTU1450.com, and click Nancy Smith for more information. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It's Monday morning, October 25th, 2021. Well, good morning. And a good morning to you. You're not a nice person. 
I am nice, okay? There's something wrong with you. You're certainly not very good. Well, I think that I'm very good at what I do. Everybody else does. It's 8.07. Mr. Clock, would you certify the time? It's now 8.07 a.m. 8.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go Show, Bonnie. And, of course, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and uh, creatures of all ages, a gentleman joining us right now on our Zoom call as we have our weekly zoom call is the superintendent of the martin county school system dr john malay is here and he is joining us right now john good, good morning. morning how you doing i'm doing great how are you all we're great and i bet it's a busy time for you over at the martin county school district isn't it dr malay it's a busy time but we've got the kids are all rolling into school right now yeah well High schools are arriving and element or middle school routes, of course, they arrive and start by nine. And homecoming week, homecoming time, what a fun time. Yeah, speaking for of homecoming, speaking of homecomings, Bonnie, I showed you some video and I sent uh, to Dr. John Malay as well. South Fork High School turned it up at their homecoming dance this weekend, didn't they, Dr. Malay? That was some great video footage. And I couldn't tell if that was you or Bonnie back there dancing. <laughs> Yeah, I mixed in really well. I mixed in really well with those teenage girls, didn't I? <laughs> Their hands were up and they were having a good time. It's kind of nice to see. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Week before last, Martin County High School had their homecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past week, South Fork. That was a lot of fun being in their parade down at Hope Sound. And uh, of course, Evan, like you said, they celebrated. Had a great time. And this coming week. Uh, Jensen Beach High School, there's a parade I'll be in wow. downtown, and then they're going to have some of those same experiences, so some now, fun times for kids. I told Evan I pictured you to be at the homecoming and, like, serving up the punch for the kids in that serving line, but I guess you're a parade man, Evan told me. I, did the, I, yeah, I was able to do the parade, but I did get lots of pictures of it, so it was kind nice. of neat to see them out there uh, doing nice. their thing, a little more normal environment. Yeah. My uh, my uh, business partner and of course the sponsor uh, that handled uh, Hillary Pinder over at uh, South Fork High School, uh, my business partner who handled the uh, the DJ duties Saturday night in the photo booth as well said that those kids were so respectful and I wanted to make sure and and bring that point to your attention. Those kids were the most respectful kids and it went down yeah. in history. Um, Hillary said that the uh, homecoming dance at South Fork High School goes down as probably the top height homecoming dance ever in the school's history. Oh, very nice. That's great. Yeah. That's great. You know, it doesn't surprise me because, you know, once in a while with national media, state media, you can hear, you know, little stories. But the narrative every day is 99.9% of our kids do what they're supposed to. Our parents are very supportive of our community. And it's great when others get to see that because that's what you see when you're when I'm in the halls. And that's generally – what I see too, so I'm glad to hear it. Mm-hmm. And when you see all these kids like having so much fun at this dance, yeah. um, it shows that we're really getting back to the norm. Yeah, it feels yes. uh, like it's going way to that positive side. Those kids needed that dance desperately. They really did, John, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yes, and it's nice, like she said, it's getting back to normal. We're we're still going to yeah. continue to try to be as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's nice to have that normal routine. Yeah, definitely. So let's get right into our topics this morning. The Martin County School District retained academically high-performing school district designation for the third consecutive year. Yes, we're excited about that. The, the district is uh, uh, 
it's just one of 16 school districts that uh, get that designation as an academically high performing school district. Uh, so we're excited about that and uh, proud of our uh, schools. Of course, you know, we, we had a challenging year with uh, the pandemic that we're still continuing, but uh, our teachers have stepped up to the plate, our staff and our parents have been flexible. So we just appreciate everyone. John, five schools recently earned the School of Excellence designation for 2020 and 2021 uh, school year. That's a, that's a great honor, isn't it? Yes. Yep. Uh, Section 1003631 is the Florida statute that requires the State Board of Education to designate uh, a school as a school of excellence. And if the uh, basically if the school their points from their grade calculation is in the 80th percentile or higher. Uh, in the elementary, middle, or high for the last two of the three years, they get that designation. So Bessie Creek, Palm City Elementary, uh, Hidden Oaks, Clark Advance, and Jensen Beach High School uh, earned that title along with the district having the, the title. So, you know, proud of those schools that earned that. A lot of great work going on in all of our schools. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not the only measure of our success, but uh, we'll take that award when we can get it. And I'm also proud of uh, the schools that uh, maybe aren't named here that have made uh, lots of improvements, maybe in measures of just kids uh, reading more. They Maybe they closed their gaps, some of their achievement gaps. So uh, proud of all of our schools. John, tell me about the Lego Robotics emerging uh, Immersion Experience that's going to be coming to the elementary and middle schools. It sounds like a very, very neat thing. It is. You know, it's it's our first where we're we're putting a curriculum of, the uh, robotics throughout the district. So, you know, we know we have with uh, the SPAM program at our high schools. This now will kind of encourage in a systematic way at all at our all of our elementaries, and then we'll have at the middle school. So the Lego Education Robotics programs will be in fourth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. These programs uh, will be introduced in February 2022. They'll be engaging. You just imagine the fun of making a cool Lego robot. There's Multiple lessons. So, you know, we, we purchased the robots for all the kids. They'll work in groups of two. So they'll work together as a team uh, to build their robots. And then there's each design is different. So there'd be a lesson where you learn and you, you make your robot do a specific task or come out a certain way. And uh, but they, they may have lessons throughout the year that we'll be doing in coming years. So that's just great. It's part of what we call the STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, arts and math. And uh, turn that turns those little concepts into reality. So excited about that. More information will be posted uh, in the coming months. We'll give some teachers some professional development. But yeah, we're excited about that. Um, another thing happening today is report card day, the uh, day that uh, the kids actually find out their uh, fate for the first quarter. Mm-hmm. They do. And parents uh, look for that. We. We want our parents to be informed. We encourage all of our parents to check the Focus Parent Portal. Uh, that's available on our website, martinschools.org. If any parent uh, is not sure what they're supposed to do, just call the district office. We'll have somebody we'll connect to spend a little time with you. We'll reset your password. Once you learn how to do Focus, you can then check your child's grades. You can check their attendance and other aspects, demographic information about your child. For, the, for their entire you know career here at Martin County Schools, so that's just really exciting. So encourage parents to do focus. And other thing I just want to share, you know, we talked about the uh, homecomings before. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple other 
fun things this weekend. Saturday morning, I went over to the um, U.S. Selling Center. Mar- all the Martin County High Schools. There's, the, of course, Martin County High, South Fork High School, Jensen Beach. Uh, together, form the Martin County High School Selling Team, and uh, that was just a neat program where they competed with about 11 other schools. I didn't get to hear the exact ending of it, but you know, a, a great turnout. That was fun to see all of our high school students competing there. And then uh, went over to the Environmental Study Center. And if you've not been there, it, it's quite the place to visit. The, uh, it's part of our tradition here in Martin County. But, you know, we have all types of environmental information there. We have live sea turtles, fish, mm. creatures of all types that our staff maintain and um uh, We've had a little hiccup this this current year, of course, with the pandemic, busing, that we're having to send those teachers out to the schools. But hopefully it won't be too much longer. We'll have our, uh, now that we're dealing more with our bus driver shortage, uh, get that nailed down okay. more. We'll have the students being bused back there. So mm-hmm. appreciate everyone's flexibility. That's They had their open house. And Valerie Gaynor is our director. We have four teachers that are out there and staff that take care of it. It was really good, though. Are you getting a response to more people applying for the bus driving positions that that I know you guys are needing bus drivers? Well, we need every position, basically. Yeah. And I, I, I sit on the local Chamber of Commerce uh, Board of Directors, and I'm involved in some of the others. And it's not just our school district. It's, it's all the business communities, you mm-hmm. know, any of the public or the service industry, whether it's food service, uh, transportation, paraprofessionals, secretarial, you know, all those different uh, areas. We need um, more help, as do all school districts throughout the state of Florida and our country. So it's a problem that we're going to be working through hand-in-hand with the community. You know, I think for this coming year, Mm -hmm. we can look at the economy, uh, some of the labor shortages, and we've been making it work really, really well. We've had only a couple times where days where we had some disruption of services. We figured that out right away, communicated with parents, got kids to school. So that it, we're actually working through it, but it, it, there's such a job demand out in the market, you know, where people have choices and. Yeah. Wasn't there even like a place up in the New York area or somewhere where they had such a low amount of crossing guards that they, they had to take out the, Ask the military to come out and perform yes. that. Uh, I heard that one of the northeastern school districts in the state, uh, and you know our sheriff's department is—they're uh, needing crossing guards as well. We're all in it together. They're doing a great job. They're doing the very best they can. I want the public to know that we work closely with uh, law enforcement. They're great neighbors. Our schools are safe, uh, but we're all just going to have to be flexible and patient and. When we see those yellow buses coming in and out of the schools and on the streets, be patient. When we see, you know, parents, I know everybody's in a hurry. Uh, I'm in a hurry, too. We all are. We're going. But we have to kind of give ourselves a little extra time, be patient with one another, and uh, know that everybody's trying to do the best they can. Yeah. I, I just know yeah. that. Be patient and not sorry later. Yeah, and especially right? when you see that uh, stop sign uh, fly out and that big yellow arm come out, you need mm-hmm. to stop. You you need to stop because yeah those that's, rules are it's there the law. for for a reason yeah for it's, it's the law and it's a pretty stiff penalty too as well well and, you know you look at the out what could happen you know we just have to be careful this yeah. past week was National School Bus Safety Week so shout out to all of our bus drivers people that uh, keep our 
Yeah, uh, bus driving bus too can't be an Canada easy job. <laughs> yes, it's busy. So, yeah. you know, they're great. And I, I encourage everyone in the community, uh, appreciate all of our employees, but a special shout out to our bus drivers and the bus monitors and the staff that keep our buses going. So mm-hmm. we couldn't do it without mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. We do appreciate them. Thanks, sh- bus driver. I give a shout out to anybody that wants to work. <laughs> I'll give you a yeah. shout out if, if you want to yeah. yeah, build what position? Don't sit at home and collect that unemployment gosh. check. My gosh, there's so many job and opportunities out there, and the school district alone has got tons of work that they need positions yeah, filled. Absolutely. And we'll get we'll help them get their CDL. We'll we'll train them in just a short while. We could have someone driving, and uh, we're working in another position in our school. And mm-hmm. you know, you don't wouldn't have to necessarily do both shifts if if you wanted a part time in the morning or in the afternoon. Oh, you know, that's, that's excellent. ideal for us, but we could take, uh, you know, we can work with uh, different individuals that, that want to sub or work part time. Yeah, that's way cool. It's so real you simple. Could fill do out. that one real early in the morning mm-hmm. and, and not have to worry about the three o'clock bus exactly. one. You exactly. Have somebody else to do it. Fill out a little paperwork, get a background check, yeah. uh, polygraph, mm-hmm. and all that other good stuff. Get fingerprinted, and you're all good to and go. And just right the incentive now. incentive to get a CDL license. Yeah. You can use that in so many yeah. places. Definitely. Yeah. No polygraph though. We don't do that. Oh, I'm we sorry. I, for, I forgot. Now. I shouldn't have said polygraph, but it is it is fingerprint. It's background check yeah. uh you fill out the paperwork and go in you don't need to have a, a degree or anything to drive a bus just a cdl and like john said yeah. if you don't have that cdl they'll help you get that cdl i almost well, wish i were a young youth just starting now because they're even filling so many truck driving yeah. positions they're looking yeah. for young unskilled people and uh, you could be making surmountable amount of money mm-hmm. just driving truck yeah. over the road exactly. annual, annually do, they work for Amazon, they work for you know Uber, DoorDash, all those different things. Yeah. There's, oh, there's yeah. little niches yeah. that have popped up that impact us. But you know the neat thing with our school district is you get benefits, you get health insurance, yeah. some of those long-term things that maybe some of our younger people, younger workforce aren't always thinking about. You know mm-hmm. they're not thinking 30, 40 years about retirement. They're they're living in the moment. They're yeah. They're having to take care of their families, and we get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you look beyond and some of the benefits. It may be of great help to them. Where can people go to apply? What website? They can go to martinschools.org. They can call our school district office, uh, reach out to us. If you have any difficulty, uh, if you get online and you're trying to work with an application, if you have any difficulty, you just call us. Uh, We'll have somebody help you get through the process. If you get on and you think, oh, it's a little too challenging, I can't. It's uh, it's blocked me out or something. Uh, We'll have a person that will help you. Okay. So just call and call our front desk and say okay. I'm interested in being a bus driver. We'll get you going. All right, I'll be uh, giving you a holler later in regards to something. Um, uh, we'll we'll discuss it uh, off the air pertaining to my wife uh, and teaching and stuff like that. But we'll we'll have great. a conversation. I'll call you later on this afternoon. After yeah, we lunch. need great teachers too. Yes. We need more- Teachers we'll talk. We'll definitely follow. talk. We'll definitely talk. It's Dr. John Malay. He's the superintendent of the Martin County School System. John, it's always Bonnie and myself. It's it's our pleasure to have you on each and every week. You always bring some great insight and great topics to the conversation. Great. Thank you all for having me. We'll it's, see you next It's week. our pleasure. Have we'll a talk good to morning, you. We'll talk Dr. To you next Malay. Uh, it's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $1,801.70 an ounce. And silver opening up $24.37 an ounce. That's the Precious Metals Report. And it's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Jewelry and Coin. 
first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Eight twenty-four right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Let's get right to the news desk. Bonnie standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Florida's top health official was asked to leave a meeting after refusing to wear a mask at the office of a state senator who told him she had a serious medical condition. Officials have confirmed Florida Senate leader Wilton Simpson, a Republican, sent a memo to Senator Saturday regarding the incident at the office of Democratic State Senator Tina Polsky asking visitors at the building to be respectful in social interactions. Polsky who represents parts of Broward and Palm Beach counties, had not yet made public her breast cancer diagnosis. Polsky told the Associated Press about the tense exchange with State Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo that was first reported by the news site Florida Politics. She said Ladapo and two aides were offered masks and asked to wear them when they arrived for the Wednesday meeting. She did not tell him she had breast cancer but said she had a serious condition. Ladapo had asked to meet her in Tallahassee as he seeks confirmation in the Senate after being named to the post by Governor Ron DeSantis last month. It was so shocking to me that he treated me in this manner, Polsky said. If he is a Surgeon General for the next several years, I am really concerned about a future public health emergency and not being able to rely on him for necessary guidance and proper scientific leadership. Ladapo offered to go outside, but to the senator, but the senator said she did not want to sit on the middle picnic tables on a warm day when her office was nice and spacious. She said she asked whether there was a reason why he couldn't wear a mask but he wouldn't answer. The, the Florida Department of Health did not respond to emailed requests for comment. A major crash in Seminole County on Saturday night involving 15 vehicles and 24 people is under investigation. Six people were taken to the hospital but are not expected to survive. A driver crashed into the front of the Guitar Center store in Port St. Lucie on Saturday. The driver was cited for careless driving after accelerating into the storefront. There were no reported injuries. The driver told police they mistakenly pressed the gas pedal instead of the brake. 100 years ago today, a devastating hurricane scored a direct hit on the Tampa Bay area. 
Sharpen Springs hurricane of 1921 made landfall in the worst possible place, pushing storm surge and high winds onto the barrier islands and up Tampa Bay. Daniel Noah with the Tampa Bay National Weather Service office says the storm made lasting changes. The pass that's just south of Honeymoon Island was created from the storm surge from the 1921 storm. The region bounced back quickly, but Noah says recovery from a similar storm today could take a decade. I'm Gordon Bird. And lastly, Peter Scaleri, a versatile actor whose television roles included a yuppie producer on Newhart and who was on Broadway with longtime friend Tom Hanks in Lucky Guy, has died. He was 66. Scaleri died Friday morning in New York after fighting cancer for two years, according to Ellen Lubin-Saniski, his manager. He first gained attention as Hank's co-star in the 1980-82 sitcom Bosom Buddies, in which their characters disguise themselves as women to live in affordable female-only housing. The two actors went on to work together in projects, including Hank's 1996 movie directorial debut, That Thing You Do, and in 2013's Lucky Guy by Nora Ephron. Miserable. The Dolphins' losing streak is now at six after a 30 to 28 loss to the Falcons at Miami. Quarterback Tua Tagovailoa says mistakes are killing the Finns. The margin for error is slim, you know, and my two turnovers, the amount of penalties that we've had in this game, you know, that just doesn't do it. So we just got to continue to work on those things and you know, move on from that. Tua threw for 291 yards and a career-high four touchdowns for Miami, which has dropped six straight. In other scores, uh, New England walloped the Jets 54-13 to last night. The Giants over Carolina 25-3. to Las Vegas beating Philly and Tampa Bay stomping the Bears 38-3. to News time at 829. We'll have weather and traffic together next. Have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Yeah, we're seeing things really tied up on I-95 in the uh, Palm City area this morning. I-95 northbound right around mile markers 112 and 113. There, There's a vehicle crash with injuries. Two right lanes are blocked at the moment. Uh, we've seen the tie-up this morning throughout uh, where, where all of those northbound lanes on I-95 Palm City have been blocked. Uh, take an alternate definitely this morning if you can. And there's your latest look at traffic. Stewart is at 76 right now, 75 degrees, Port St. Lucie. More on our forecast at WPTV. 
Hey there, everyone. Steve Olenweva here. Once again, a stationary front sitting on top of the peninsula. Mainly cloudy skies, showers and thunderstorms. Some of the storms could produce some heavy rainfall, so watch out for that. Tomorrow, though, the front finally clears the area. We start to dry things out on Tuesday. Not much rain around other than a morning shower. As we head towards Wednesday, the humidity starts to drop, but it is going to be a warmer day as another front approaches. On Thursday, yet another cool front moves through for another round of some stormy weather. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Steve Villanueva on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 834 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and space cadets alike, it's time for the space report. And here he is, Captain Randy Siegel. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, my first mate. Yes, sir. Well, this date in history, actually yesterday in history, was the 61st anniversary of Russia having a rocket explode on its launch pad and killing a whole lot of engineers. It was October 24th, 1960, that while fueling a ballistic missile, the R-16, it ruptured, 
and it killed 74 people, including the first commander-in-chief of missile forces, Marshal Metvin Nedelin. Forty-nine others received wounds, and several died at the hospital. Three years later, another tragedy happened on the same date with an R-9A rocket, and fire broke out, and in this case, it killed eight individuals. So if I were in Russia on the 24th of October, I'm not going anywhere near a gantry. On this date in history, there was a landing on Venus of a Russian Venera 10 spacecraft. The spacecraft came down for a safe landing. However, after it landed, one of the lens caps failed to pop off the two cameras, and they were unable to get stereo pictures from that particular vehicle. Speaking of stereo, NASA launched its stereo rocket satellite, which stands for Solar Terrestrial Relations Observatory, to observe the sun. They wanted to take stereo photographs of the sun so they could get the images of the sun's solar phenomenon, such as coronal mass ejections. One craft was lost because it went into an uncontrolled spin, so the solar panels couldn't generate power. However, that was after four years working. And the second one is still in operation today. The crew on board the International Space Station had a pretty light weekend and didn't do a whole lot of work on board the station other than maintenance tasks that were required. Right now, everything is gearing towards the October 31st launch at 2.21 a.m. from the Kennedy Space Center of the next Crew Dragon that will be headed there. Commander Rajashari, along with Tomas Marshburn and Caleb Barron and Matthias Moore, will be inside the Endeavour spacecraft as it heads to the International Space Station, where it will dock 22 hours later. So thus far, everything is looking good for that launch to take place. China has just tested a massive solid-fueled rocket. They have worked on this core stage for their rocket, and it will put a large payload into orbit. It could put into orbit the largest payload that China has ever placed into space. China also, during the weekend, launched its Shenzhen-21 spacecraft. The Shenzhen-21 spacecraft, which was launched on a Long March 3B rocket, is one that will help test technologies in space, including monitoring of space debris. The Chinese are anxious to be one of the first countries to help take out space debris from orbit. Ariane Space on Saturday launched a commercial broadband satellite for SES and a French military telecom satellite aboard an Ariane 5 rocket. The launch had been delayed 24 hours because they had a problem at the launch pad, but it did launch successfully, placing these satellites into the proper orbit that they were looking for. Nora Al-Matroshi, 
the Arab world's first female astronaut, is looking forward to being trained by NASA. She is hoping to fly in the not-too-distant future on a program that will allow her for the United Arab Emirates to fly into orbit. She would fly on board a U.S. spacecraft if everything continues to hold as it is currently. Senate appropriators are frustrated with the lack of progress by the Commerce Department on space traffic management, and they're threatening to withhold other funding until it gets details from the agency. They want to have space traffic, which is mitigating what goes up and comes down, as part of the bill, and for NASA to help monitor it. We're going to have to wait and see what the final outcome will be on that. We also note that there have been a number of tourists that have gone into space. Two of them were Russians, Shapenko and Parasil. Nine others, Denis Tito, Olsen, Ansari, Simone, who had two flights, Garriott, Isaacman, Proctor, and Arsenault and Simbrowski, one Japanese, one Englishman, and one South African, not to mention a Canadian, Gay Le Liberté. So these are 15 tourists who paid for their launch into space. China said that they have on the standby the Shenzhou 14 spacecraft. They're saying that they want to be protected in case there's an emergency on board their space station and the crew cannot come back the way they should. Tomorrow we're going to tell you about falling rockets in space and space adventures dropping plans for more tourists. So until tomorrow, have a great day. Everybody, That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time, giving you the latest and greatest to all things pertaining to NASA. Oh, that music is music to my ears, Bonnie, and you know what that means. It's time to get hungry. They're back. With some satisfying food. Oh, man, Ellie's Deli. Bonnie, you got to tell us what's happening at Ellie's Deli today. What are some of the things they offer? Turkey month is next month, of course, Mm -hmm. you know, but get your turkey early. And uh, they're famous at Ellie's Deli for the fresh jumbo wraps. Mm -hmm. And we sure love to go there to get a bite to eat Mm. more than one in a while. So good. Enjoy a fresh jumbo turkey wrap. This one with oven gold turkey and shredded cheddar, lettuce, tomatoes, alfalfa sprouts, and honey mustard. Or, you know, if a vegetarian is your thing, Chef Mark makes everything so fresh and good with all of these vegetables in your vegetarian wrap, including cucumbers, alfalfa sprouts, tomatoes, carrots, onions, lettuce, and cranberry mayo. They do it all, you know, and I saw the assembly line they have there. I was at the restaurant the other day. You know, walking through the kitchen with Chef Mark and, and talking to him, they have this assembly line they go through. It's amazing to see this thing. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, they do it in assembly also fast. Mm-hmm. You're not going to wait very long no, either. No, not at all. Fresh jumbo wraps in your choice of flour tortillas of tomato, basil, spinach, or garlic herb. 
get it while it's good. Ellie's Downtown Deli has a full menu available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. They have a full-service deli with dining inside and out. Have them cater your next event. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado and Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli, Stewart. 843 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for News One Final Time. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on precious metals, it's St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning. Autopsy results on Brian Laundrie. Wanting in connection with the death of his fiancée are said to be inconclusive. Laundrie's remains were found in a Sarasota County Nature Preserve last week and will be cremated. Questions are being asked about an item found near Brian Laundrie's remains. A hiker in Sarasota County Nature Park reportedly found a water bottle that appears to be the same one Laundrie's late fiance Gabby Petito is seen holding in a YouTube video. Parents in Orange County will gather today in favor of a school mask mandate. Organizers of the Don't Stop Now rally are calling for a mandate to be extended six more weeks. A driver crashed into the front of the Guitar Center store in Port St. Lucie on Saturday. The driver was cited for careless driving after accelerating into the storefront. There were no reported injuries. The driver told police they mistakenly pressed the gas pedal instead of the brake. One hundred years ago today, a devastating hurricane scored a direct hit on the Tampa Bay area. The Tarpon Springs hurricane of 1921 made landfall in the worst possible place, pushing storm surge and high winds onto the barrier islands and up Tampa Bay. Daniel Noah with the Tampa Bay National Weather Service office says the storm made lasting changes. The pass that's just south of Honeymoon Island was created from the storm surge from the 1921 storm. The region bounced back quickly, but Noah says recovery from a similar storm today could take a decade. I'm Gordon Bird. A major alcohol shortage might be coming just in time for the holidays. Stores in Southern California are already dealing with it because of pandemic-related backlogs at the Port of Los Angeles and the Port of Long Beach. They're the two busiest container ports in the U.S. Forty percent of all shipping containers pass through there. That's led to shortages of all kinds of things, including alcohol and glass bottles. The regional manager for a chain of liquor stores in L.A. says they have no idea which products they'll be getting each day. One day this weekend, around 50 people were already lined up when they opened just to be the first to get their hands on whatever alcohol they got in that day. They're not totally sold out of alcohol, but he said certain types of booze are flying off the shelves, and as soon as they stock more, it's gone in a day. A shortage of supply chain workers also isn't helping. And a 106-year-old woman in Pennsylvania named Margaret Dulillo recently said the secret to her longevity is drinking a Yingling lager every day. So on Thursday, get this, Yingling showed up with a truckload of beer for her. (laughs) This lady uh, gets a truckload full at age 106. And lastly, the latest weekly report from the Department of Health showing more than 15,000 new cases of COVID-19 in Florida, but that's down about 4,000 from the week before. The 
IRSC Pioneers hosted a rare Sunday scrimmage game against Johnson University of Jacksonville, 93-37. The Pioneers had six players in double figures. Ossifer Owens led the way with 16 points, while A.J. Kajusti and Jonathan Cece added 14 each. The Pioneers are 6-1 in their exhibition slate. They'll conclude their exhibition season against Barry University in Miami Friday night. The Pioneers tip off the regular season against North Florida Prep at 5.30 at home. The Veterans Classic tips Friday night the 5th against Perennial Powerhouse Tallahassee at 7.30. Saturday at 4, it's Daytona's Falcons against the Pioneers. Defending Southern Conference champions begin conference play in January. News time 847. We'll have weather and traffic together next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiance means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now in the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Final look outside. Here's Bonnie. Yeah, we've seen the tie-up, too, on I-95 northbound in Palm City this morning. Still seeing some tie-up traffic blockage in that area with that vehicle crash right around mile marker 110. I-95 northbound. It looks like the right and center lanes are open at this moment uh the left lane still being blocked heading northbound on i-95 palm city you're still going to see a traffic slowdown in that area other areas are looking fine including up in st lucie county and there's your latest look at traffic in port st lucie it is 76 it's only 34 in valley city north dakota here's more on our weather at wptv Hey there, everyone. Steve Olenueva here. Once again, a stationary front sitting on top of the peninsula. Mainly cloudy skies, showers and thunderstorms. Some of the storms could produce some heavy rainfall, so watch out for that. Tomorrow, though, the front finally clears the area. We start to dry things out on Tuesday. Not much rain around other than a morning shower. As we head towards Wednesday, the humidity starts to drop, but... It is going to be a warmer day as another front approaches. On Thursday, yet another cool front moves through for another round of some stormy weather. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Steve Villanueva on WSTUAM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
Mark Breckville, Certified Public Accountants, are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. As a family-owned business for over 15 years, Crown Car Care's top priority is to build relationships with customers while keeping their vehicles safe and dependable. Fixing your car right the first time is their passion and mission. Crown has the skilled master mechanics and business know-how that will put a smile on your face without putting a dent in your wallet. Call Crown Car Care for the finest in automotive service and repair at 772-781-8000. Two locations to serve you, Martin Highway in Palm City and Cove Road in Stewart, 772-781-8000. The Stewart Air Show is back November 12th through 14th at Martin County Airport. Bring the family to see the aerobatic Red Bull helicopter and the fastest semi-truck in the world racing a plane. Hear the sound of freedom when our military jets fly by. Be sure to check out their Twilight Show and the Dirty Flight Suit Party November 12th. See spectacular pyrotechnic displays and enjoy live entertainment on the ground. The Stewart Air Show is Tickets and show information at stewardairshow.com. Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU or listen on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. The tradition of champions is continuing here at IRSC. Hi, I'm AJ Kajus, the sophomore point guard on the Indian River 2021 men's basketball team. My pioneer teammates and I have one goal, and that's to win the Southern Conference Championship for the third year in a row. It is also our goal to give Coach Wilson a fifth consecutive 21 season. Come see us in the gym on the main campus. The tradition of champions continues. Go River. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email. WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 8.53 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. We have a call. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Oh. Okay. Well, good morning. Glad to see you're alive. Well, no, barely. (laughs) How are you, old man? Well, uh, kind of wet. Edna, <laughs> uh, myself, and we met up with uh, your good buddy George at the Disney World. <laughs> oh. And some crazy thing happened. We were in Splash Mountain, and we were going down, and all of a sudden, Ed and I flew out of the back of the whole thing. <laughs> what? You and Edna flew out of the flume? Yes. We landed. We landed in the... In the water, and all of a sudden, it sucked us out of there. We oh, landed wow. up in Shamu's Shamu's big uh, tank. <laughs> whale of a time. <laughs> That's wow. a whale of a tale. So this happened. <laughs> Pretty much, right? 
<laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Where do we oh, find yeah. you? Uh, where do we find you out today, old man? Well, uh, we uh, came from Florida and came up to uh, uh, the Carolinas, and uh, in a couple of weeks we're going to go to the Smoky Mountains mm. with all the all the leaves are changing, you know, and the colors. It's beautiful. Up okay. There. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. <laughs> So you're traveling the country. Cold weather's coming up, so you make sure and have some warm blankets with you. I want to go back oh, yeah. to the um, I want to go back to the Smokies this time of year. Oh wow! Um, okay. Uh, when I the was beautiful time. Have you ever been up to uh, what's called Cades Cove? Cades no. Cove. Uh, yeah, Cades Cove and Clingman's Dome is the highest point in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, Cades Cove is actually a uh, two-mile area where it's like in a yeah, national state around. forest. You yes. drive around, and I think mm-hmm. it's right above uh, Pigeon Forge, right where before you can get into Dolly World. Uh, so. No, no, Cades Cove. Cades Cove is in the Smoky Mountains. It's, it goes around the side of the mountains and all that, and uh, it's a it's a it's a drive area. Okay, uh, Pigeon Forge is probably about, yeah, probably about maybe 10 miles from there. Yeah, 10 miles from it, but it's like, yeah, you go through that area of Dollywood right before you go up into the mountains, and then it, it is another 10-mile drive. But I remember when I was there seeing mm-hmm. Dolly World, you know. Oh, cool. And then I think you go over some river, too, right before. You, isn't there like a river that flows through right before you get up in that national forest area? Like a huge river there in Tennessee. I don't know what it's called. I've never been to Tennessee, so I heard oh, it's really pretty. You gotta go. I heard there's, it's beautiful. There's nothing it's, 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 like it. it. Well, it's 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 you know you go to Gatlinburg and uh, Pigeon Forge. Actually, it's all tourist, you know, and uh, it's a, it's a big attraction. But it's uh, it's worth going to. You know, go to it all the time. You gotta go, Evan. You gotta go. The scenery is so wow. much fun, and it's like a fun time to go around the Fourth of July too, because like when you're heading through those mountains, you see um, signs where they're kind of like selling fireworks everywhere mm-hmm. off the roadside, and you just get this real patriotic kind of sort of feeling. Oh, very cool. And then another cool thing to do is like to list to like to visit a like a Civil War area, where when we were up there, we visited Mulfrey's Barrow. And it was this no, Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro. Yeah, that's over by Nashville. Yeah, close to Nashville it mm. was, and mm-hmm. just you can tour this area where actual fights of the Civil War had taken oh, wow. place. Very cool. And yeah, this one, you we, wait, yeah, that's go where ahead. George lives at. Yes, the Civil War stuff. They got them all buried in there, and even Daniel Boone's sister was buried there. Is that true? Daniel Boone's sister. Daniel is? Boone's sister. Yeah. Yeah, in, in in where George lives at in Old Monkey Meeting House State Park, at Daniel Boone's sister Hannah Boone is buried there. Oh, oh wow! Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, that is. And uh, do you know where any uh, Hatfields and McCoys might be buried? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because do you know that George's family is part of the Hatfields and McCoys in their ancestry? George, really? What? What's George's yes. last name? Is he Hatfield well, his last or is name he is, McCoy? No, he's not a Hatfield or McCoy. He's a Warren. But he's but it's yes. through his ancestry. Yeah, the ancestry. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it was over a pig. <laughs> okay. The fight. The fight started over a pig. Yes, yeah. indeed. Well, I was going to say something to that, but I won't. I'll be nice. I'll be timid. But anyway, oh, listen. We got to no, 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 no. 
No, no, no. I'm not saying anything about pigs. No, I'm not going to go there. Don't don't tempt me or, or anything, old man, okay? But we do have to get running here because it's the end of the program. Say goodnight, old man. Goodnight, old man. That's the old man down the road, and he's here and there and everywhere. Yeah, he's uh, still sailing. Yeah, still and, sailing and away. That Winnebago, that newer Winnebago. That brand new now. Winnebago. <laughs> anyway, hey, that's a wrap for us, folks. Thanks so much for uh, letting us be a part of your Monday morning. We'll be back Tuesday morning, about 21 hours from now. If you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. Yeah, try to stay dry today. A little bit of rain could be happening to stay dry. Yeah. Use an umbrella. For Take sure. Take care. Or as they say, for shizzle. Have a great day, folks. We'll be back here in about 21 hours right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station.